This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. The moment comes, she just drives. This is Drives by Russ. The intro. <clears throat> Resentment has her retracting And every day she's reenacting The past and trauma that he caused Lying in the bed made out of cause She tried, used to heal the wounds But they just went and bled on through He told her that he needs some space But she just loves him to the moon And so she's waiting in his driveway Looking at the door Hoping he comes out and tells her She ain't gonna hurt her no more But he can't give her until he learns to love him first She knows that he's in therapy She's hoping that it works Till then she just No clue where she is going She's just tired of not knowing So she She's going over lines That she gonna tell him when it's time to Then she drives Drives until that moment comes welcome guys welcome to the piss golf podcast how are you all how was your week did you have a good one i really really hope so let's fix the microphone on this so we're all check check it out ah it's been a i know you're getting you, you might have you know what actually some of you guys might have said when I asked you how was your week out loud or maybe in your head said, good, Yusuf, how about you? You might have had that instinctual reaction. So I'll tell you how about me, actually. We'll go right into the update. But it's been a, it's been a week for me. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's been a week. Isn't it a good week, bad week? Uh, you know? It's all about what you make of it, right? Was it a good week? Was it a bad week? It depends on how you take it and make it. And let's just say this. Last couple weeks, last, you know, they've been, I've had my ups and downs, right? And uh, <coughs> this week was, uh, was no other one. You know what? I'm going to blame a little bit of this to do with the sun. Or should I say lack thereof. And then yesterday and today, two beautifully sunny days, and I went outside and I enjoyed the sunshine for both days. And so my day, my week, has been tremendously better because of just that. So that being said, let's get into it. Um, Sunday, I already talked about, we did that last week. Monday, after the podcast, I edited it, I uploaded it, and then I felt like Bantapudu. Banta Pudu is Banta Abantha is a is a large like musk ox in the Star Wars universe and Pudu means their shit. I felt like Banta Pudu. I took a shower. I went. I was gonna. So last week I edited the uh, the podcast. I uploaded it. I felt like shit. So there was no gym. Um. And then I was like, you know what, whatever, dude, just relax. I took my shower. I saw that I wasn't going to make it to the dojo, most likely. Because you know what happens when you check their GPS? 
they're closed at eight o'clock. And Uncle Tommy starts at eight thirty. And it was seven forty five when I was leaving my house. Dojo's about twenty, twenty five minutes away, so I would have been there eight ten or eight oh five, whatever the timing math is. And I was like well, I'm not driving there for it to be closed. And then I have to literally, from where the dojo is, drive back like 99% to my house in order to go to Uncle Tommy's. And I was just, like I said, I was feeling like shit emotionally, physically, mentally, all of the Elise. And not because of an alley. We'll get to that in a moment. Um... I, I felt like shit. I didn't feel funny. I didn't really have anything new to try. And, and last week when I went to Uncle Tommy's, it was a fun time. I, I loved it. But this week, I, I got like... I don't even want to say three quarters of the way there. But I got far enough that I really regret turning around when I did so it was more than the halfway point and then it's like that saying like if you have to swim a mile from one island to the other and you don't know if you can swim a mile so you swim a half a mile because you're so tired you're like well I might as well go back and you don't realize if you had just kept going the whole way since you knew you could you would have made it but you don't know how far it is sometimes that's not exactly the right analogy it's not the right analogy I felt like shit guys what am I going to say I was um, also fucking tired of shit. Just everything was not going right for me. And, uh, and so I turned around. I went back home. I decided, you know what? I need some rest. I made some food. I watched uh, Kill Tony from New Year's Eve. And then I went to bed right around midnight. Which, you know, let me, let me get some from fucking rest. Maybe I got that new shit going around. I don't know. Everybody got COVID now because their dumb asses are testing for it. I'm not going to do that. So Tuesday comes. I woke up. I still felt pretty shitty. Um, so I just drank a lot of water. I drank some coffee. had some pre-workout. I did yoga. Because I knew I was going to have not have to. I knew I was going to get to uh, to entertain my little sister. And her favorite form of entertainment is to chase me and be chased by me, almost in a tag-style game. Except what she doesn't realize is I'm playing with her. I'm not playing against her. Because if I'm playing against her, she's never going to get... Oh, my God. I juked her ass so bad. It was like when you watch those, like... I never watched basketball but like when you I would watch like my friends would show me clips of like uh what's called your ankle breakers and it's pretty much like when you when you get juked out so bad that your ankle almost rolls I pretty much did that to her without her rolling her ankle I was like I was like yo you're not gonna if I don't want you to catch me you're not gonna catch she did she did catch me once I I slipped up I was getting cocky over there all right I was doing this thing where I called the jellyfish where as she gets close, I just kind of run all like loose like a jellyfish, but I let my arms like go behind me, but then I pick up my speed so she can't touch my arms. It's weird. I can't explain it. If I do it, if I walk backwards, I'm like going like my arms like are flopping up and down 
like they're both making individual waves at her and I kind of try to do the same thing backwards and I'm the jellyfish and she can't catch me nah she's the best um, I also got to uh, hang out with my so I went to the family on Tuesday uh, after that I uh, or sorry after let me rephrase myself I did the yoga went to see the family had a great time played hung out with my sister the older the older one and I were having some conversations while I'm playing around with the younger one um, my stepmom's just awesome she's just cool she's nice she, what I mean is she's really nice to me she doesn't give me any problems ever anymore once I moved out she was happy not that she needed me to move out or she wanted me to move out but let's just say the further she didn't realize how much help I was providing and still do provide still do but I can't do everything if I'm fucking you know uh, 20 minutes away you know with no traffic that being said anyway she's cool my dad was at work he comes back home we end up eating my oh my sister she's got my sister she's a she's such a good cook Dude, if I have a plan, my sister, my brother, I don't know how I'm going to use him, except he's going to be like, uh, just my brother. He's going to be my hype man. How about that? That's all it is. Because that's what he does. I was trying to think, like, what does he do best? I'm like, oh, he fucking has my back and hypes me up. So, bam, that's his job. My brother, hype man. The older sister, she's going to be the cook. Because she cooks some banging freaking food all the time. All the time. All the time. The younger sister, she's still young. What is she good at, though, right now? She she prays. She learned how to pray at a young age. And she might be scholarly, so she can be who I come to and be like, hey, give me some references for this or this. My Jamie, so to speak. Plus, she likes to you know, look stuff up. But she doesn't know how to type in yet because she's lazy. She lets Google do all the fucking typing for her. So she doesn't even know if she... She doesn't even double check read if, if Google asked the right question. Kids, these goddamn days. Uh, my cousin's going to... Who cut my hair today, by the way. We'll get to that. Uh, shout out to Do. He's back cutting, guys. If you need a haircut, go on Booksy. Get my cousin. Hit him up on Instagram if you need to. And then say, how do I get a haircut? And he'll he'll send you the link. Um, but he cut my hair today. Um, why did I even bring that up? God damn it, Eddie the Bull. Already you're bothering me? Already? Oh, he's going to be my barber. That's what. Thank you. He's definitely. I'm going to be paying him full time. I want to make enough money to get by. And then I want to make enough money to help everyone in my family get by. Am I greedy? Yes. But am I greedy with a generous purpose? Yes. Think Mr. Beast. Ah, I the thing I hate about him is his name is Mr. Beast. And I think he might be some kind of like anti-Christ type uh, actor, we'll say. Somebody who's working on behalf of the anti-Christ. Whether he knows it or not, maybe he's getting some funding from this. Things are easily coming to him as long as he pushes certain agendas. But then he does such good things. He has a whole channel called, uh, it's either called Beast Philanthropy, Beast Philanthropy or Mr. Beast Philanthropy. And those are the videos. 
He used to mix them up in his regular videos and make me cry once a week. And now he does a beast philanthropy video, makes me tear up once a week because he builds a well or builds a school or does this or that for people who are less fortunate. Giving people vision. Fucking letting people hear for the first time in their life. Doing good things with him with his life. Those are the things I want to do. But but that's why like I want to have I don't need to be I, I I don't need to have money just sitting there. You know what I mean? Like I want to do well enough that I leave if I have kids, that my kids well off. If I have a wife, my wife well off. But at least my family, I want to leave them all well off where they're comfortable. They don't have to worry. And that includes now my nieces, which means another generation of people have to make sure are well off. Now, I want to mainly help them become well off on their own by showing them that if you love and you care and you do something hard enough, that will pay off. And that, you know, that's why I do everything in life. You know, it's like my grandpa said, no matter what you do. Do it the best you can. I don't care if you're a janitor. You be the best janitor there can be. And I was like, Grandpa, I'm a little kid. I don't know what the fuck you talk about. But that memory didn't stick with me, to be honest with you. No, um, somebody told me that. And I was like, oh, really? I feel like he told me that, though. I feel like he told me that, though. But somebody might have told me that he said that. And, and it was at an influential point in my life where I just ingrained it into myself. Because he passed away when I was young, dude. I want to say it was... Uh, it's between... It was probably right around... It was... Oh, was it before 9-11? It might have been right before 9-11. Because I remember I was in 6th grade in 9-11. And I'm pretty sure he passed away when I was in the 5th grade. Because I remember the classroom I was in getting the call to go to the office and seeing my dad there and my brother and they were crying. Because I guess he already got the fucking news. Of course he gets... Of course he's seen you got the news. for. Of course you did. Of course you did. It's all good, baby, baby. Oh, I should use soundboards, but I don't have to get back and forth. Do I have It's All Good, Baby, Baby on? I try to use soundboards during the podcast with D, and then I was like, I'm not going to fuck up uh, the vibes. Oh, it's too low. Guys, I broke the streak. I've no longer. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I haven't. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what to tell you guys. Um. Yeah, I need new. What was this? Why is it so loud now? I don't speak Russian. Oh, I did use one of those on the podcast. It was annoying as shit, so I stopped using. I remember now. Okay, guys, when I get a, a separate dedicated soundboard, I will use them. Until then, you're just going to have the classic, uh, this one where people clap. That's not clap. This one's clap. A is atmosphere. Set the atmosphere. Or schnurferderb. B is be right back. And then D is drums. For if I tell a joke, I guess, huh? Yo, that came preset. You think I put that fucking drum shit? Motherfucker. All right, what did I write? Tuesday. Saw the family. Alhamdulillah. Oh, I wrote more. Uh, not really. I went back home. 
I was going to do a mic and I was like, all right, listen, I'm hanging out with my family right now. I got to go to the supermarket. I got to get groceries. I've been feeling like shit. I need to rest up for work the next day. My whole tire bullshit shit. So in case I have to wake up and put air in it before I go. And I was like, I'm just going to go. I was going to hit the mic and then. I'm so glad I didn't even have to worry. I knew it was going to be one of those weeks where it was just the list was fucking too too long. It would have been like 11 by the time I got out of the mic. Three hours? I'm not waiting three fucking hours. Maybe not 11, but at least 10.30 and then I wouldn't have been home until 11. And I was like, I need to go get groceries. I need to cook the chili, which came out phenomenal. How was the chili actually? Soundboard? If you're the chili, uh, how would you say you you came out? I am phenomenal. I- you were phenomenal, actually, yeah. <coughs> and I also made hummus, and how were you? I am phenomenal. I- Sounds too loud. I don't know why you're doing this to me, soundboard. How about now? I am phenomenal. I, I lowered the wrong thing, that's why. Oh, my God, guys. have you? Can you tell I'm still kind of out of it? Not 100%. I'm like more in recover mode than everything because I got the sunshine. Um, Okay, yeah. So I made the hummus. I made the chili. Packed my shit up. Got my work clothes ready. Watched a little something, whatever. I probably watched uh, Bad Batch because Bad Batch, they're having the, I think it's the final season's coming out sometime in in this month in February. So I was like, you know what? Let me me rewatch them. Season one, season two, I think there's only two seasons. Let me enjoy that shit, because I love Star Wars. My brother knows that. He call, he fucking called me out. You all, you fucking watch. You fucking read Ewoks fucking speaking Twi'lek. No, Ewoks and Twi'lek. And for, you said I would read Ewok language? Ewok? What the fuck? I guess that's technically right. I don't know. I don't know what languages these fucking things speak. I just know some of them have different races. All right, uh, I can tell. I can tell a Twi'lek and a fucking Wookiee apart. All right, so sue me, bro. And I know also know the difference between a Wookiee and an Ewok. A Ewok just looks like a small Wookiee. All right. <laughs> Damn, dude. What? A Rodian? A, Ro- a Rodian? That's the motherfucker that looks like a, a, a fly's face. He's got a, like the big long nose. It's a Rodian. You know what else I know? Nothing off the top of my head right now. I have to see one to know what what kind is that kind. But I might know it. Oh, there's one is like um, the two fish ones. There's two fish ones. They fight each other. One of them is more like a squid, and the other one is more like a fish. I forgot their names. One of them's like an aqua, aqua, aqua. Whatever, dude. You we bored now? Okay. Wednesday, let's let's do this real quick. Wednesday, I woke up, I got my cold air and a glass of water. I went outside. I uh, took in the cold air. There was no sunshine. It was overcast, but I got my cold air, drank my water, came back in, got ready for work, got to work on time, but... I almost got killed by a pickup truck. It went from all the way in the left lane over to the middle lane to the right lane to take an exit in the far right lane, we'll call it. 
almost hit my car. Did not. This guy gave no. He did not look unless I just so happened to be in his blind spot. But I had to slam on my brakes so he didn't hit the front of my car. And I have a dash cam, so I could have fucking reported that. But it it all happened so quick. I was mad for maybe three seconds, and then I just thanked God. And I didn't even think to hit the button on my dash cam to save it. Because instead, I was just like, you know what, God? I could be upset, but you literally just saved my life. Not my job. I'm sure my job would understand all that shit. But, like, kept no issues with my job. Kept my car safe. Kept me safe. Kept me alive. You had my back, God. I'm not complaining. I'm going to work. And I got to work on time. And work was good. In fact, Richard, one of my homies at work, he lives in the same area-ish as me. And he was behind me, and he saw the fucking pickup truck do that shit. We both parked and walked in at the same time. He's a good guy, man. Um, I had some, so I said work was good. I had some lows, but overall it was a great day. And then I hit the first mic of the week at your place. Normally, all right, I, I, I talked myself out of the mic Monday. I kind of talked myself out, but for good reason on Tuesday, I said to myself, if I don't fucking go Wednesday, there's really no mic on Thursday because I'm not going up to Rhino and I didn't, I already knew if I wasn't feeling this shitty on Wednesday right now, I'm probably not going to go to, uh, to what's it called, to Jersey City to try to find parking and all this other shit tomorrow. Probably not, but maybe, but I at least need a set. Or three for poke my jokes. You know what I mean? Like I have to have an option. I can pick the best out of three, but if I only got two and they both suck, I ain't gonna do no poke my joke. You know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes you're just not gonna do it. You know? But Wednesday was fun. On uh, I hit your place. Um, I almost didn't go because, like I said, I was gonna uh, hit a mic by. Oh, I didn't say this. I was gonna hit a mic by my job. Um. But then I changed my mind last minute because I was super off all week. Same reason. I've been I've been making so many excuses. So evidently the, the mic that I was gonna go to was one that Joey Diaz had hit at one point. And that alone made me so pumped to go there, but then I was also like but I have to go there and I have to just fucking do well with like some of my bet it's like there's no, there, there are not a lot of new mics. There's not a lot of old new mics for me. And what I mean by that, and this one might not be an old new mic, but what I mean is like when I first started, the rule of thumb was when you go to a new mic, a mic that you don't frequent, your first time you try to impress them by doing your best. Then after that, they'll know you, they'll like you, you can do your whatever material, try shit out. They know you. They know who you are by then. But your first time there, don't go there trying to try shit out. They don't know who the fuck you are. You kind of have to, like, set expectations. And I was like, all right, I'm too off to be setting expectations here. I also worry because it's close enough to my job that I'm like, I don't want nobody from work to see me here. So I, uh... I decided I'm just going to go to your place. And uh, and your place was actually a really great mic. Um, I decided I'm going to go in there with a happy and supportive attitude. Uh, 
um, or I'm not going to go. And Alhamdulillah, I went there with a, um, a happy and supportive attitude and I got a happy and supportive attitude back. Now I got lucky. Um, I got happiness and support from the new, there were new comics and, uh, and they were like, because they're new enough that they're kind of paying attention and trying to figure this shit out, they're still paying attention. They're not like the old new where you start getting in your head before you're set. So you're like thinking about what jokes you want to tell, which, hey, don't get me wrong. I still do it now to this day. However, I don't really get into my head. I may not be paying attention to your set 100% because I'm literally looking at either writing a joke that I'm thinking of on the spot or um, or I'm, I'm just deciding what order I want to do it and writing it in my notebook. But, but, but if you ask me a question, I'm paying attention. I, I more or less listened. Um, but the new comics, the new, new comics, they don't, they just listen because they're nervous as shit. They're not practicing what the fuck they got to say. They already did that shit before they even decided to get up on stage. I think I'm, um, I'm the new, you know how they, they say, uh, somebody says, oh, he, he's a cop. They used to say about Louis CK, Louis CK, he's a comics comic, meaning he's a comedian that the comedians enjoy. Which is like, it's a double-sided sword in the sense of, if the comedians enjoy it, you sh that should mean that they're very funny. However, if the comedians enjoy it, it doesn't necessarily mean the regular people will understand and enjoy it. But I am a new comics comic. New comedians see me on stage, they're like, I like where he's going, I like his little twists and turns and this and that, I like what he's doing. He, I'm now... And I got to get Dave on the fucking podcast, Dave Namery. Shout out to Dave Namery. Dave Namery, when I started, was the new comics comic for me. Or even the comics comic. Like, I knew every time he got on stage, I need to listen to him. I'm never going out for a cigarette or to, to fuck around. I'm not even going on the bath to the bathroom if I know he's about to go up. Because I don't want to miss what he's going to say. Because he's going to say something fucking funny. And... That's what I try to be to these people. I'm like, look, it may not be funny everything that I say, but I want you to listen because I might say some wild shit. Now you're going to have to hear it secondhand instead of hearing it from the beginning, from the source. And that's why I be getting the motherfucking haters, man. Haters going to hate. Love is going to love. I don't even want none of the above. I'm going to shit on you. Yes, I do. I'll shit on you, but not poo poo. With my jokes. Classic line. I should find it and play it and somehow put it into my soundboard. I might have even played it. But I was at City Lounge. And I was doing bad enough that I was like, I can make fun of whatever I want. And everybody actually goes crazy. We'll play a little bit of that in that maybe. Anyway, Thursday, we'll get through this. Thursday, another uh, another rough day. Uh, not at work, alhamdulillah. Work was great. Um, I got to talk to my brother for a little bit. He called me. But I realized with my brother, I wasn't being honest with you, you see. And I'm sorry. I realized that I can't tell people 
the way I feel all the time, and I also can't tell people why I feel the way I feel because I I don't I don't think that they're gonna understand. So I don't like to talk about it with anybody except for myself. Um, I had some shit I had to figure out. I wanted to talk to him about it. I absolutely did, but I didn't want. And judgment's not the word. It's not judgment. I didn't kind of is the word judgment and it's not like a purposeful judge i didn't want him judging me it's like i can't tarnish the reputation i've built as i'm the guy you come to i'm not gonna come to you dude you're the guy you come to me i have it all figured out and if i don't have this fucking figured out then i can't advise you on shit like this so how do i do that well i can't ask people I can, but also, I'm usually the one who's asked about the exact situation that I'm in all of the time, and I give people the same advice that I even myself tried to fucking take, and it wasn't working, and I got mad that the advice that I fucking give that works for everybody fucking else doesn't work for me? What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? But it's not my fault. It's not their fault. It's nobody's fault except that shit just doesn't always work. That being said, I am very glad that my brother called. Um, I did have to figure it out, so I did stay at home after work because I was like, you know what? Um, I'm not going to pet shop. I'm, I'm extra low right now. Probably the lowest I felt the entire week was on Thursday. Um... And so I uh, schnerfed a derb and uh, I got Domino's um, with mushrooms, wink, wink. And I just was feeling my feelings. Uh, it wasn't as well as when I watched Miracle on cell number seven, but I ended up watching Andrew Santino's special uh, cheeseburger. And uh, look, after the beginning pandering that he does, it gets pretty good. And it ended really good. I like the way it ended. Um, and then I watched Dumb Money, which was really good too. That's about the the GameStop boom that my dumbass got into at uh, at the end. Um, and then I you know cried a little bit in between, mostly from the GameStop stuff. Um, Andrew Santino didn't make me cry at all, but I you know I'm not gonna lie, I was I'm fucking sad, man. And mushrooms helped helped me cry a little bit. Um. What the fuck did I write? Put a good story and a gravestone and I felt like I did in the past. When mama died, got my negative emotions out. What? Put a good story and a gravestone. And I felt like it. Oh, in GameStop. All right. I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? They put in a good story and then that the, they put in a gravestone. And then I'm just going to go right back to my past and feel like I did when my mama died. <laughs> now, now I remember, I was like, why did the GameStop thing make me cry a little bit? It's because somebody dies and then it gets fucking sad as shit, you know? Um, but it, And it feels good to get the negative emotions out, you know? But never in front of others. Only by myself. I can't I can't be sad in front of the people I remember I got sad at work on Thursday 
And uh, I started tearing up a little bit. And so I went outside for a walk because it was cold and windy. So that way, if my eyes were watery, I could be like, nah, it's the cold and the wind that made my eyes watery. <laughs> hey, I'm a fucking man. You know why I know that I'm a man? Because I'm going to fucking admit shit to you. You're going to... You, you, oh, Yusuf, you cry. Is that weakness? Make me cry. Try. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. You know who can? God. God did. Every time make me cry. Unless you made the GameStop movie and then you put that grave scene in it and you were like, haha, Yusef made you cry. I was like, yo, I took a whole goddamn movie I had to fucking pay attention to for me to fucking. If you just showed me that image, it would have done nothing. Yeah, fucking guy. Yo, you, um, miracle, I made Miracle in Cell number seven. Yeah, I had to watch the whole goddamn movie, bro, and read it. Fuck out of here, bro. Fuck out of here. Friday was a great day. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, God. I kept it holy and God had my back. Now, not only was it a nice and mostly easy day at work, but I then had a super fun set at KTB that my boy Steve Poston and Andrew Rich produced. Shout out, by the way, to Poston. I know you listen, my boy Steve. I got to get you on the podcast, man. Um, but I was like on my way home. Uh, f- first of all, from the, the KTB show, I thought I was going to go up second to last. And then the headliner decided. I don't know actually why, why it got switched. I was going to say I was going to make up a story right now. All I know is Andrew, who asked me on the show, was like, Yousef, you're going to go. I asked him how much time does he want me to do? He, and this is in the text. This is like a week or when I asked, actually, when I accepted the job, the, the gig. Like, yeah, let me know just how much time you want me to do. Um, I knew the pay, which was zero. It's a free show. It's fine. I'm um, doing it for the love and the stage time. And especially to ha- shout out to help out my fucking homies who put me up. Like, fuck yeah, I got your back. I'm going to do this shit for you. Um, I'm not opposed to doing free comedy. It's just if you let me know it's free, that's fine. But also if you're collecting money and you're not going to give any to the comics that's where not that he would ever do that but that's where it gets a little squirrely those are the kind of vent those are the kind of things that i'm like let me not do that but um yeah i had i had a great time andrew rich i asked him how much time does he want he said eight to ten i wrote out a 10 minute set on my notebook um actually did i write it down no god did i literally remember Sitting there on Wednesday at your place, and I'm deciding what jokes in what order am I gonna do for this show on Friday, <clears throat> so I can practice a couple of them on Wednesday, maybe Thursday, you know, even <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, I should cough button it, but whatever. But even if I gotta like rehearse them in my head or whatever, just to get them out, which I should have done more of, we'll see. Um, just to get the 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 ideas down pat and and i remember i'm sitting there at your place and i'm like i think it should be this then this then this then this and and i did it in almost the identical order that i wrote it in my notebook and you know what overall it went well on friday i enjoyed it i had a 10 minute spot 
Uh, Andrew says, Yusef, you're going up second to last. I'm like, perfect. No, whatever you want, I'm happy. Thank you again for letting me do this. I get my double espresso. I'm drinking it. It's giving me some fucking heart palpitations. I'm like, no, Yusuf, that's the nerves. Relax. Take a couple breaths. You got this. And then I get a, uh, not a message. Uh, Andrew Rich says, hey, Yusuf, can I talk to you? And I'm like, yes, you can always. And he says uh, that the headliner wants to switch with me and that I get to do 10 minutes and I could do more if I want. It'll kind of just light me at 10. So, you know, if I want to do 10 in another minute or two, I could do that. If I want to leave at 10, I can do it at that. And uh, I almost was like, but what if I want to do less time? I think I only have eight minutes here. Because you play it by ear, Yusef. If you want to leave early, you leave early. And I didn't. I did my 10 pretty much to the dot. I don't know how much time is in the intro and how much time I took until I took off my watch or ended recording on my watch. But I got a 10 minute and 20 second set recorded. So let's just say I did well. Got to poke these jokes. Got to Steve on my way home. I was like thinking about it. I was like, I got to poke these jokes. And Steve was like, you got to poke these jokes, bro. He loved a couple of the jokes I did. I mean, they're like, I don't even know which joke it was, but like one of the guys in the crowd was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, you don't even know where I'm going, bro. Don't worry. It'll get work. Come on. Just stick with me. They were kind of figuring like this guy, he's going to misdirect us. We're going to fucking think we're on, we're on his side. And then we're like, we don't know if we should agree with these. Had this one lady in the corner, though. She was fucking cracking up the whole time. She wasn't a very low of um, audible um, laugher, but it was a good one. Anyway, Saturday was a great day because uh, it was finally sunny again. And I know that because I went on so many walks. I, I went on three walks. I did uh, about five miles, three, four and a half, five miles. I think it's like a mile and a half, a little bit more. It's like the big lap that I do. And I did three laps while it was sunny out. And I was so glad I did. Um, I had a good day at work. I got a little held up at work. I was going to end up going to see Lee Syed over the dojo. Um, but I ended up was like, I'm not going to get there late. And then fucking kind of show up. I don't know, man. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I wasn't I didn't pay anything, so I'm not like I lost anything. Um, I ended up staying home and watching. You know what? Let me pull out my tablet because I gotta see the name of this movie. What was the movie I watched? Well, I watched Fury, but that was right before I went to sleep. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched it up until, um, like the last scene where they like they really go after. They really go after them. What, is this shit not in the top movies? It's called, like, Badlands or some shit. Badland Hunters. That's what it's called. It's a Korean movie. It's about, uh, can a huntman and a sidekick halt a mad scientist, mad doctor's deadly plan? Starring Don Lee from Train to Busan, who performs his famous hand-to-hand combat scenes. I think I know who Don Lee is. He's, he's a jacked motherfucking Asian. Let's just say that. Yeah, why is this all loosey-goosey now? This fucking microphone keeps rotating on me. Anyway, I watched Badland Hunters. It was pretty good, pretty good. Then I watched uh, 
um, uh, Fury. And like I said, up to the that scene where he Brad Pitt. If you haven't watched it, I don't think I'm spoiling it, but there's one there's an ending ending near ending scene, and he pretty much like, all right, guys, I gotta I gotta hold the line if you want to hold it with me. But if you don't, you can go. And so I know I have a nice epic final war scene to watch after when I make some food. <sighs> What's what I'm going to do after this? Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, today woke up. Um, slept in a little bit. Woke up. Um, I went to go get my hair cut. But my cousin had an appointment before me that I didn't know I should have saw it on there I thought it's it was a free appointment but it looked like it was a booked appointment of my cousin he um he what's it called um he takes he is very detail oriented if it says a 40 minute haircut it's going to take you at least an hour because it's going to make it now, maybe not for you, but if I go there, it's going to be at least an hour. We're going to have a nice conversation. He's going to cut my hair, make it perfect. I'm getting out that chair feeling like a goddamn million bucks. Like I do today. I feel like, like I said to my friend, I felt like my balls were three times bigger than normal when I got out of the out of there. I feel like everyone's attracted to me. So I did that. Um... But he had some people before me, so it took longer than expected. And I was like, well, I don't really have time to go to the tire place before they close to have him check out, like, what the fuck happened. Because they gave me a bad tire, kind of. And I have a suspicion that they may not do anything about it. However, I'm going to hope that they are. I'm going to ask God to uh, help guide me in that. Because regardless, I bought tires from there. If they do, they do. If they don't. They don't, but it's like if I replace it and that one starts leaking. Would I, I, all right, satirical time. What I would love to do is burn the whole place to the ground to get my revenge. Satirical time over. But, you know, like if, if they, you know, if they can't, you know, if they give me another leaky tire, then I, I just know I won't do business there again. You know, that's it. You just don't keep a customer if you fuck a customer over twice. You know, that's how it goes. Will I go back a second? I don't know, actually. Will I? Maybe, should I just go somewhere else and get a different one? Maybe I'll even do that. You know what I'll do, actually? If they say they won't do anything about it, then I'll leave and I'll go somewhere else to get a, a new used tire. And then I won't have to worry, hopefully, if about the fucking leaking bullshit. It's fucking annoying, man. Just like this mic stand. And um, so I didn't have time to do that yesterday, but I did have time to go to the gym. I, for some reason, thought the Super Bowl was this week, um, but it wasn't. So I went to the gym, got my fucking workout in, kicked ass so hard. Uh, did back, biceps, and legs. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I used to be a bigger back and biceps workout guy, but now I'm a big chest, triceps, and shoulders workout guy, mainly because <clears throat> I never notice um, a pump when I do back or biceps 
or even legs. Like I never notice a leg pump. I don't know. Oh, your legs are looking bigger. You have. Oh, your biceps are looking bigger. They just get sore. Same thing with my back. Like, I mean, I can't see my back, so I don't know how big it is. But, um, but yeah, I can't fucking see it. So how would I know how big it is? <sighs> Sorry. You're the little bit. I'm getting tired here. Need some oxygen in the brain. Need some oxygen. Um, after the gym, came back home, made a protein shake, watched a whole bunch of World Star videos, tried to, to narrow it down for World Star Corner so it's like nothing too crazy. Um, we got a nice couple videos to watch, you know, and some stuff to talk about and some stuff to laugh on to end. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I prayed. No, then I showered, then I prayed. And then, oh, dude, I, I slept in, and then when I woke up, instead of just praying, I was like, oh, yeah, you know what, whatever, snurf a derb, snurf a little bowl, I was going to clean the apartment, I was like, oh, shit, I got to go get my hair cut, so that I didn't have time to let myself sober up before I can pray, and then... And so now I'm missing two of them already. And then I get back, or then I go to the gym. And I'm just like, okay, well now I'm missing three. And then I get out of the gym and four. And then I get back home from the gym and I'm like five. I have to do all of them now, all of them. <sighs> Which was fine. But I didn't like that I had to. Look, it's fine. I don't, I know, I know God would prefer if I did them on time. And it's fine that I did them and I did them all in one order. I just don't like, not, oh, you've do so many in a row. No, fuck that. I didn't like that I didn't have like protection all day long. I didn't get relief from my back pain all day long. I didn't get a chance to meditate and be close to my Lord all day long. So that being said, we're going to try not to do that again tomorrow when I have to clean my apartment and go to the tire place to get it checked and go to the gym and hit at least one to three mics and no and then and make food always add an and motherfucker you can always add an and now we're all caught up guys what did it only take 45 fucking minutes holy shit do i talk a lot oh i wrote this down Random memory, empty your pockets. You seem to remember empty your pockets? Of course you do. But for those people who don't remember, empty your pockets was um, sometime in high school. What we would do is if you had a beef or you just wanted to have a friendly roll around, um, we would grapple pretty much. It was grappling before we knew it was called grappling. In which we just kind of roll roll around with each other, try to put each other into like choke holds or different arm bar. We tried to do jujitsu before we even knew what jujitsu was, because we saw the UFC, and it was called empty your pockets because nobody wanted to break their phones. Phones were a lot more delicate back then. They weren't all iPhones. In fact, probably none of us had iPhones at the time. Um, maybe we had Blackberries if we were lucky. Um. Empty your pockets. Take everything out of your pockets. Take your necklace. Yo, when Andy would empty his pockets, because this motherfucker had so... Bro, he had like 
four earrings in each ear because he got like multiple ear piercings. And they had like a lip ring, I think, and a tongue ring and like another ring. This motherfucker was just taking out rings and he had an eyebrow ring. And this motherfucker just had to take out a hundred motherfucking rings before we can fight. And so when we were emptying our pockets, the joke was I was like, yo, God damn it, Andy. How fucking long is this going to take? Motherfucker, you got shit. And he goes, oh, now I got to empty my pockets. Now that I got all of the jewelry out of my... F Which, honestly, yeah, he kept the eyebrow fucking thing in. We would have fucking... His head hit the ground and scraped the right way. That shit would have popped off and let a nice big gash. But we did it pretty safe when we emptied our pockets. But the memory, though, the random memory I got was I remember uh, when my brother and his... We used to call him his twin, Samir. Because they looked pretty similar, except my brother was like... My brother was the taller and bigger and bigger in the size of muscle uh, uh, than Samir. Samir was like a, Samir was like the squirtle and my brother back then was the war turtle and now he's the blastoise. And Samir is still just a squirtle. He's trying to work his way up to a war turtle from fucking last I heard. He still ain't even a goddamn war turtle. He's still just a little ass squirtle. Married little Squirtle with a mustache, but he ain't never even evolved yet, huh? But I remember them la wrestling, and I laughed so hard just thinking about that random memory. So I wanted to shout you out. You seen you. You gave me the best thought of the week. Best thought of the week. And I love you, bro, and I'm sorry. Next time you talk to me, I'm going to be more open with you. I'm not going to hold my feelings from you ever because I love you, and I know that you will... Always keep it real with me, but I was like, no, oh, I'm not going to burden you. And you're probably like, I, as I said it out loud, which is another reason I don't like to talk to people about this shit. It's like, I can hear you being like, bro, you're not a burden to me, this and this and that. So like, I can do all the mental math games in my head without the embarrassment of actually having to say this shit to you like I'm doing right now in front of hundreds and, uh, and tens of hundreds and millions and thousands of, of billions of listeners. I don't know what time frame, so I'm going, I'm giving all the things from from tens to hundreds to thousands to, to millions to billions to aliens aliens that's when the aliens and then they have million aliens aliens listen the aliens have been listening i got like a million alien listeners you guys don't even know dude by the way hey guys can you guys if you're listening to this on spotify uh can you grow the fuck up you know what I found out? I was like, why do I have so many goddamn non-binary listeners to my goddamn podcast? Who are all these non-binaries? I thought I had a lot of men listeners. I know I have a couple females. But where, who are all these non-bis? Non-binaries. Turns out some of you motherfuckers think it's funny when you're like, uh, when you when you fill out your Spotify profile, are you a male or female? You say you're a non-binary. You're going to get some weird music choices, bro fucking pedro pedro said he's the non-binary that's fucking up my one of them there is multiple i can tell because he doesn't make up all of the non-binary numbers i'll tell you that it's not a low number of in fact i have more i have more percentage of non-binary people than women listeners did i say that already eddie the bull did i say that do you remember you weren't paying it okay shut up sit back there don't distract me all right guys let's listen to wednesday's set and then we're going to also do Fridays, and then we'll go to World Star Corner. But 
I'm going to do the thing where I mute and I'll sniff a little dirt while I listen back and, you know, come up with my own little notes on, on what we should do differently. Um, solo dolo is, solo dolo is the way to go. I was thinking this and that maybe it's solo dolo. Is the way to go go. That's too long of a too long of a title. All right, shut the fuck up, Yusuf. Guys, thank you very much for bearing with me. Uh, excuse me for a moment while we go into World Star Pot. Oh my God, my brain fart. Guys, I can't edit edit that out. Edit that out. She, there's not even a Jamie here to yell at anymore. Am I losing my mind, guys? That's up to you to decide. I will say no. I will say this is all a performative act where I'm getting mad at my imaginary producer who is me. I realized that, by the way, through therapy. There was never a Jamie. I was going through what's called a mass psychosis. It was happening to a lot of people during the pandemic and where some people would imagine that children came into their box uh, of furniture that they ordered from Wayfair because it was a Wayfair scandal where they were selling furniture and that Jamie never existed and that I was Jamie all along and Jamie is actually young Yusef who was scared and manifesting and it was my young version's way of trying to talk to the older version of me to tell him hey come on I'm still scared of you older guy did you not get over your traumas or something I don't know actually what the therapist was saying because I stopped paying attention because BetterHelp if you need therapy go to betterhelp.com where they have hundreds and thousands of, of licensed therapists ready to listen to all of your problems and tell you that you know what you should probably do is just like not think about that stuff so much like maybe if you stop thinking about the things that will make you sad you'll be less sad is what a therapist like like Timothy from charlottesville will say to you and if you like their service and their products please use promo code pissed at checkout for zero percent off they are not a sponsor and they're not affiliated with me in any way user discretion is advised thank you and DraftKings, guys the world super bowl is coming up super bowl is coming up you guys got money you want to gamble it away as you're forbidden to do in almost every holy book of every religion are you trying to become a degenerate gambler that way your family can abandon you and when friends ask you for money you'll never give it to them because even if they actually need it for something other than gambling you're gonna think that they're gonna gamble it away so you never give them money again like i never give luke money anymore for well use DraftKings. DraftKings is a free sports booking uh, website, um, and it's, it's only free because they win all the time. They're bookies, um, and and you can place bets on hundreds and thousands of, of different types of things, from um, uh, how long is this ad read, fake ad read going to go on to uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl. So if you want to use um, promo code PISSGOFF, you're gonna you guys get an exclusive deal just from DraftKings. They're gonna deny you. And ability to make an account. So if use code pissed off, it'll actually lock you from being able to bet at all on DraftKings. Um, and then they have me to say, DraftKings.com for details. 
All right, guys, let's go to poke my jokes. Thank you guys for the ad read. Um, thank you guys for bearing through the ads. I'm sorry. I was trying to keep them as short as possible, but still got to get that money. What was it? DraftKings? DraftKings and Hello Doctor. What was it called? Hello Doctor? Some shit like that. Better help. Better help. That was what it was called. Hello Doctor. No, it's Hello Fresh. It's going to be next week's. Um, what was it called? Doctor? Doctor help me? Fuck. Better help. B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash golf. Pissed golf for 0% off, as I said. All right, guys, let's go to poke my jokes. This is from Wednesday. Um, audio might not be the greatest. Let's see. Alex, have a good golf for me, Friday night. This is Vince Snyder's kind of fun with you. Me and Nick are sport. Oh, yeah, this next guy, I fucking love him. You, you all know, you all know. Fucking, if you don't, you better get to know him. Yo, my man, you said golf, everybody. Yeah. Hell yeah, what's going on, everybody? Salam alaikum. What's up, everybody? What's up, new guy? What's up, yo, last guy, give it for the last guy who went up. Yo, first time you said? First time. First time. Khabib Davis is what I call him. <laughs> he looks kind of like if me and Ellie had a baby. <laughs> Ellie. Ellie. Ellie Davis, because his last name is the same. It's... Are you Jewish? Oh, you're not going to like these next jokes then, huh? <laughs> uh, gentrification's only cool when Israel does it, huh? <laughs> Yeah, let people move into my neighborhood and kick me out and shit. (laughs) Ellie basically told the story tonight. He was talking about me, evidently. He was like, oh, this Moroccan guy, he just keeps hugging and kissing my dad. Oh, yeah, okay, Ellie, I'll fucking be mean to you next time, I guess. I'll show you too much affection because you're my favorite of the Yamaka tribes. You know, whatever you ought to call them. You call them what you want. And everybody's surprised about the tunnels, right, Ellie? What the fuck is up with that? They've been going through the Lincoln and the Holland every... (laughs) It's like, there's Jew tunnels forever. (laughs) Jew York City? Come on, guys. Are you even old enough to be in here? They ID you? They did, yeah. I'm glad they did, because if you guys are old enough, I am way too old. (laughs) uh, There's this thing that happens when you get older. Young people just, they, they... How old are you? 20. And you? 19. God bless you guys. You guys are young. Your dicks are still hard, but you can't find a hole to put it in. I know what that's like, man. Uh, make as much money as you can right now. And then you can hopefully have enough energy to fuck. You know, it's an old saying. I've been depressed lately. But depression can be helpful, depending on which one you got, you know? Because, like... You either got the kind where you overeat or the kind where you undereat. But regardless, you're going to get a six-pack after. Either of muscle or insulin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them Wawa cookies are going to get you, bro. <laughs> uh, what other shit do I want to try? You guys are being awesome. Cool. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? Please say Jews. Please say Jews. Please say Jews. Uh, I feel like Chinese people would be better at eating pussy, considering they eat everything else, right? Like, <laughs> I've 
seen her make a motherfucking turtle look delicious, but you can't eat pussy, motherfucker? <laughs> what the fuck? South Africa has some balls for a country if you think about it. Their language is called Afrikaans, which is just a misspelling of the goddamn continent. And then they also have the balls to call themselves south of the entire continent. Like imagine if Mexico called themselves South North America. You're pretty fucking stupid, right? Or if uh, fucking Argentina called themselves New Berlin, you know, because they got a lot of Nazis. <laughs> All right, the history joke's not working, good job. Uh, all right, we'll go into the notebook, I guess. I don't like these other jokes. You guys ever do that, right? You write jokes and you're like, this motherfucker's in this room, I ain't gonna like these motherfucking jokes. Do I sound like Cat William a little bit, motherfucker? A little bit. A little bit to you, they don't even know who Cat Williams is. Pim, 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 goddamn. That's why you're like, who is this short motherfucker talking all this shit? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, at least he got some relevance. That doesn't work. Man. All right, let's get to the Jew jokes. Everybody's favorite material. Do you guys? Oh, no. No, I'm not going to do all Jew jokes, though. No, I'm trying not to. I actually have to do a show on Friday in front of, like, two Jews. Thank you for letting me on that. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I do. I love hoodies, man. Cause like it makes me feel like I'm a half a kangaroo cause I got a pouch in the front and then I'm also like a half a KKK member cause I'm a racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a Muslim, if you didn't know. I have no tattoos. Cause as a Muslim person, I eventually want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery one day. One way I can take some land back for my people peacefully. <laughs> All right, that's a thinker. My name is Yusef, thank you very much. All right. Uh, it was, um, I like the newer jokes worked better than the older jokes. It's weird when the older jokes stop working. Let's poke these quickly. Everybody. All right. Hell yeah. What's going on, everybody? Salam alaikum. Right there. What's salam alaikum? It's assalamu alaikum, Yusuf. Assalamu alaikum. Scare them with your salams. Okay, Arabic Yusuf, I noted. That's extra Arabic Yusuf, by the way. He's uh, joining me for this part of the podcast. <laughs> I didn't realize he was right here. <coughs> no, Dr. Yusuf? No, not tonight. Let's go. Uh, what's up, everybody? What's up, new guy? What's up? Yo, last guy. Give it for the last guy who went up. Okay, context. Last guy who went up had a Khabib beard. He had one of them uh, I'm a Russian beards. And his last name was Davis. And Ellie, my boy Ellie, the Jewish boy, Davis, also a Davis. I used to call him Eli. He's Ellie. He's Ellie. And I will call him Ellie. That's what he prefers. I hate it when motherfuckers call me Yosef. And I would allow it. But it's Yusuf, motherfucker. There's not even an O in my name. Continue. Yo. First time, you said? First time. Khabib Davis is what I call him. <laughs> he looks kind of like if me and Ellie had a baby. <laughs> Ellie. Ellie. Ellie Davis, because his last name is the same. Are you Jewish? Uh, Muslim. 
Oh, you're not going to like these next jokes, then. He said, no. mo- he said mostly, by the way, I think. But now it almost sounds like he said Muslim. He might have. Let's continue. Uh, gentrification's only cool when Israel does it, huh? <laughs> yeah, let people move into my neighborhood and kick me out and shit. Good joke. Solid. Easy reference. Gentrification's only cool when Israel does it, huh? Because of the the settlements. Um, I have to run that one by some of my Jewish colleagues. They did laugh. Some of them that were there. However, I should like you know get a consensus because uh, um, my point is to bring awareness, education, but mainly laughter and laughter without you getting upset. So. The awareness, the education. Number one is laughter. Number two is education. And number three is awareness. Because it's hard to make people aware of shit and make it funny. It's easier to educate people. Like, oh, you didn't know that? Oh, now I'm going to tell you some shit. And then they'll buckle in and listen. Making them aware is a little bit harder. But I do want them to be aware about shit. But mainly I want them to fucking laugh. And then the counter is I don't want them to be offended. Because then they're not going to do the main thing, be laughing. They're not going to get educated, and they're not going to be aware. Unless they have the, the, the common decency to talk to me about it afterwards, in which we can engage in a civil conversation. Which is why I like, oh my god. Shout out to my boy AJ, who's also on the show, uh, AJ Sherman. And um, him and I have been having some very civil, peaceful conversations in ways not so much in ways that we could bring about peace but in ways to deal with people who are so extreme because i don't know if he has experienced the i'm not gonna even lie and talk like i get that much hatred because i really don't but when you start posting certain things people will start commenting and i used to get it a lot more in the past where people are like, you don't actually know what's going on, this and this and that. Actually, here's what's going on. And I'm like, no, no, I think I actually do know more about what's going on than you. Or I can see where your bias is coming from. Either side, either way, if you're willing to still have a conversation with me and it doesn't resort to name hurling, I 100% will have a conversation with you. Because look, once you get to the name calling part, you should assume that you lost the argument because now you're so mad that you're just trying to make them feel upset because you're upset. You're trying to make them feel what you're feeling. Make them feel what you're feeling by not saying something upsetting, but maybe showing them why you feel. See, this is now therapist Yusuf is coming out. If you need better help, if you better help doesn't want to help you, hit me up at PISC. Uh, send me an email. I'll... If you, and then let me know in the email if you want me to read it out loud or not. And I won't if you don't want me to. I promise. Um, but also, let me know what you don't want me to say. If you do want me to read it out loud, please. And let me know what, what kind of advice you'd like from a guy like me. Who knows a little bit of everything. I'm so sidetracked from why I even pause this. How about that? Eddie the Bull, you got me again. Let's continue. Ellie basically told the story tonight. He was talking about me, evidently. He was like, oh, this Moroccan guy. Uh, he did, you call him what you want. 
Oh, yeah, okay, Ellie, I'll fucking be mean to you next time, I guess. I go, I'll show you. All right, just so you know, I fast forward and then I, I, I fast forward and then I was like, but I said something there at the end that I like. That, never mind, let's keep going. Too much affection because you're my favorite of the Yamaka tribes. You know, whatever you ought to call them, you call them what you want. You know. Now that guy laughed because he thought I meant like kike or whatever. Or, uh, excuse me, sorry for that language. I didn't mean to say it in that way, but you know what I mean. Like he wanted me to say something derogatory. I don't even know what that word even comes from. It's almost like somebody misspelled the word kite. I said the same word twice now, kite, three times now. It sounds an awful lot like the slur, though. You should be careful when you say that word. You can't fly a kite. You have to really emphasize the t. Because if you don't, shh, people will just say you said the other one. Anti-Defamation League, I know you're uh, you're way ready. But remember, I'm a Semite like you. Please remember that. <clears throat> and everybody's surprised about the tunnels, right, Ellie? What the fuck is up with that? They've been going through the Lincoln and the Holland every... <laughs> like, there's Jew tunnels forever. <laughs> That's Ellie laughing in the back, if you could hear it. Are you even... (laughs) He likes my stuff sometimes. They have always had a tunnel. The Lincoln, the Holland, Holland, Seoul. They're all the tunnels. We have tunnels. We have tunnel people, too. You're a bridge guy. No, we're tunnel people. We take the Lincoln and the Holland. We don't take the George Washington. That's for the Christians, the, the Goys. Thank you, Rabbi Yusuf. I appreciate that. No problem. Uh, let me know if you need me back. We'll have you back. We'll talk whatever you need, Yusuf. You're a very good guy. You have opened the... Yeah, I said that. I was saying that. Thank you. Rabbi Yusuf, we can't keep saying this stuff over and over again. They're going to get bored. No problem. All right. I'm going to sit over. Yeah, sit. Have a seat. Join me. Yes, thank you. Old enough to be in here, they ID you. They did, yeah. I'm glad they did because if you guys are old enough, I am. So what? What was I trying to say, Rabbi Yusuf? Just so you know, <clears throat> is these guys looked young as shit, and I'm. I was actually really hoping they were underage because if they were 21, then I don't know what 21 year olds look like anymore. Because to me. They looked like they were maybe in high school. You know what I like? It's it's crazy how certain people age at at different rates. Anyway, let's continue. I'm way too old. Like, uh, there's this thing that happens when you get older. Young people just they they. How old are you? Twenty. And you? Nineteen. God bless you guys. You guys are young. Your dicks are still hard, but you can't find a hole to put it in. I know what that's like, man. Uh, make as much money as you can, right? I made I made J Lat crack the fuck up in the back with that one. You're young, your dicks work. You can't find a hole to put it in. <coughs> I've been there. Right now, and then you can hopefully have an- Hold on. Let me go nineteen. Back. God bless you guys. You guys are young. Your dicks are still hard, but you can't find a hole to put it in. I know what that's like, man. Uh, make as much money as you can right now. And then you can hopefully have enough energy to fuck. You know, it's an old saying. 
I've been depressed lately. All right. I made a joke about it and it worked too about the depression. But yeah, I thought that was just a nice little that was a nice throwaway line. That was a riff. As I would call it in the biz. As I would call it in the biz. <coughs> Go back a little bit. I, I like this depression joke. Um because I thought about it I think that day. Um I think I I might have even dangerously possibly if this is illegal and I did not do it at all try to type it at red lights on my way there and then the red light turned to green and I had to remember that thought until the next red light to type it there which is still probably not legal but that's why I said I allegedly did it I think the Dershowitzes and the and the Pfizer's they're uh, no longer they're not mad. They're they're not happy with what I was saying on the last couple podcasts, but they're not mad either. I have gotten no more cease and desist letters yet. Don't fucking be ratting on me, motherfuckers. Let's continue. I really like this depression joke. Let's play it. <laughs> Make as much money as you can it's right now, soon. and then you can hopefully have enough energy to fuck. You know, it's an old saying. I've been depressed lately. But depression can be helpful, depending on which one you got, you know? Because, like, you either got the kind where you overeat or the kind where you undereat. But regardless, you're going to get a six-pack after. Either of muscle or insulin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Them Wawa cookies are going to get you. <coughs> Thought of that on the way there. I loved it. Because I did notice that. The more depressed I was, the less I was eating during the week. And then I was looking good. And and so, like, I was like, oh, shit, my six-pack's starting to come in. <laughs> this depression ain't that bad, huh? And that's where it was like, I didn't do it perfectly. I think it was supposed to say, like, um, uh, I've been depressed, but I've been trying to find the silver lining in the depression. And, but then I think I like this way, too, because this was the true way. This is the way that was given to me from the universe. But my thing was mainly about... So I'm just trying to find the silver lining, you know? That's how I... That's how I got the joke. I've been asking for to find the silver lining in things more often. So I was, like, probably thinking about my depression. <clears throat> and then how I'm getting a six-pack. And I was like, well, at least I don't overeat, you know? You're going to have to get... You can get diabetes that way. And you need your insulin. You'll get a six-pack, all right, of insulin. Which one do you prefer? I am the six-pack-on-the-body kind of guy of muscle. All right. Or, you know what else they probably thought? I could have also said uh, Taco Bell could be substituted for the insulin. Um, alcohol of beer. Six pack of beer can be substituted for the insulin. This joke has different different ways I can go with it, actually. I might have to try. We end up either get a six pack of muscle or a six pack of insulin, beer, or Taco Bell. Of tacos. I think. Insulin or beer, then. We're sticking with just those two. Let's continue, guys. We still have to do the whole 10 minute one. Bro. <laughs> What other shit do I want to try? You guys are being awesome. Cool. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? Please say Jews. Please say Jews. Please say Jews. Uh, 
Okay, that one didn't get the laughs that it was supposed to. That was a, a joke. It was supposed to be a throwaway line. Um, because a, a nice little funny like thing that'll happen if you ever come to the North Jersey open mic scene, especially in this certain time period with enough of the comics that are here, if they know about it, um, we were getting sick and tired of certain comics would always ask, what do you guys want to talk about? And to where we all decided if anybody asks that, we just say chicken nuggets. And then they, some of them would try to make a joke. Nobody can make a good chicken nugget joke. I even tried to make a good chicken nugget joke, actually. Like, I, I purposely asked people, what do you guys want to talk about? I heard chicken nuggets, and I was going to do a chicken nugget joke to try to blow their minds. But I fucked that up. And it didn't work out. And I tried to say, like, chicken nuggets are like the hot dogs of chick of the chicken world, but you fry them. And it just didn't work. And I was like, if you knew what was in a chicken nugget, would you eat it? And I was like, yeah, I would. With some sauce. That's what I'm thinking about right now, actually. Some chicken nuggets with some sauce. I can't eat that shit. Um, but that's where that, that throwaway joke line was like, I was going to say, what do you guys want to talk about? And then and before they can say chicken nugget, I was going to say, please say juice. So I could talk about my other material, my James Star material, as I call it. I feel like Chinese people would be better at eating pussy considering they eat everything else, right? Like, <laughs> I've seen them make a motherfucking turtle look delicious, but you can't eat pussy, motherfucker? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh. They really love that one. That was the pop of the night. Chinese people can't eat pussy, man. I don't even... I thought of that, I feel like, a week ago. I did. I did that at City Lounge. And it worked there, too. It didn't get as loud of a pop as over here, especially considering everybody was on... Excuse me, I'm getting hiccups. The other end of the freaking bar. Um, it was... Uh, that one was a fun joke. I like that one. I gotta throw that one in the mix more. I'm putting that on... Uh, I'm trying to organize my notes better. Not even my notebook notes. My notebook notes are more just, hey, write this down so you memorize it because you need to. And I actually have to put, I have to do the long form notebook notes again. I used to do that. I used to write my jokes out in long form. And then uh, I would write out every idea in long form. And then what I did is I would choose those ideas and I'd write them. I would title them like a song and I would have uh a like a note card size piece of paper that was like i would fold in half and then on the outside like if it was like a book or like a a greeting card it would have like an outside flap uh and then inside and then no, nobody cares about the back i could write extra notes on the back but the front flap would just have the jokes from top to bottom all of the titled jokes that i wanted to do and then next to that, I would write a check mark next to if I did it or not. and Or an X if it didn't work. A check if it worked, an X if it didn't work, but also to track how many times I tried that joke. I might have to do this again, too. Holy shit. And then I would do is in the inside, with the tiniest handwriting ever, 
I would write out the entire joke. I would write like because it would be from the same line as the as the outside. So I would always have like a cheat sheet, and I would. Leave. And people used to say, "Yo, yo, I still have some of them. I'll show anybody who wants to see them. Let me know. I will show you pictures or video or whatever you need to, to if you want to see what the fuck I'm talking about." And I would just write like almost every word out that I wrote in the notebook in this tiny little space. And people are like, you can read that. And I'm like, I wrote it. I don't need to be able. And I didn't say that, but I was like, yeah, I could read it. But in my head, I'm like, I wrote it. Of course I can fucking read this. I fucking made this shit. So, um, oh man, I got to get back to that. It was, it was a very organized way of doing it. And on the back, I could write like what mics I hit. Of that, and that would be like my time sheet. That was like my comedic time sheet. Oh my god, I gotta go back to doing comedy time sheets. Ah, that might be the name of the episode: comedy time sheets. Gotta write shit long form, guys. If you're ever gonna write anything, write it out long form. If you're gonna be a performer and you need to memorize it, write it out long form. You can emphasize and write those things and underline them so you know what's important. Then you can write it short form. And then you can have it so memorized that you don't even need to look at anything. You'll just know what's coming up next. And that's gonna be the way I'm teaching you guys and myself on how to memorize my jokes better because... We're pretty much done here, right, with Poke My Jokes? Let's see. I made them all laugh, though, with that one Chinese food. South Africa has some balls for a country, if you think about it. Their language is called Afrikaans, which is just a misspelling of the goddamn continent. And then they also have the balls to call themselves south of the entire continent. Like, imagine if Mexico called themselves South North America. Pretty fucking stupid, right? Or if uh, fucking Argentina called themselves New Berlin, you know, because they got a lot of Nazis. <laughs> Not as good of a reaction, but I think I did it right. Timing wise, I didn't leave enough timing space. I'll tell you that. I rushed through that joke for sure. Um, that one should have gotten a better reaction, considering I've done it before and it has worked better, but. I only liked that joke because I thought I was like, oh, this is a, this is Yusuf being a clever guy and, and doing the education, adding education into my my funny, my laughter. Hey, are you guys going to laugh that? Hey, isn't it hilarious that these dumbasses in South Africa? That's how I got to do it then. Yo, isn't it hilarious these dumbasses in fucking South Africa? They call themselves south of the continent. Fucking idiots. I thought Mexicans are dumb, but at least they call themselves Mexico and not. South North America. Those fucking dumbasses in South Africa. And that's it. Just leave it at that. The New Berlin part doesn't need to be. Maybe that one just because that one's a hit or miss. I could do that if I do a lot of J joke, J star jokes. Then I, then I could throw that in there. Shout out my J stars that are on my that got my back. And for those that don't have my back, let's talk about it. I want to convince you. To either tell me your side and I want to hear you out. I want you to hear me out. We can agree to disagree, but I'm open to having a dialogue. No name calling. If either of us call name calling, we'll call a timeout. We'll get back to calm heads 
and we'll have a further great conversation because that's the only way towards peace. You're not going to get fucking peace by, uh, oh, you fucking this guy and that guy and you do this and that and this and that. It's like, hey, hey, you can mention the things that each party does, but you can't do it in a derogatory way. Otherwise, it just keeps going to be listed. Oh, well, about this and this and this and this. It's like, okay, well, we're just going to list crimes? Or do you want to look for solutions? Do you want to look at the problem or look for the answer? Because both ways you'll find an answer. He's right. This Yosef. Uh, I prefer Yusef, Rabbi Yusef. I'm Rabbi Yosef. You've been mispronouncing my name, so I mispronounce your name so you understand. Why did I sound Spanish? I don't know. I, I lost Rabbi Yusuf there for a second. <clears throat> he walked away. He was upset. Rabbi Yosef. I'm sorry, Rabbi Yosef. Exactly. If you'll just get my name right, I would let you do this for me. and Let me explain for you. Now you sound like Dracula. Because he's mad he walked away and I'm just being Dracula now. I was pretending to be Rabbi Yosef. But then I just had I did a, a Dracula accent. See, this is another reason this podcast works better as an audio-only format, except for World Star Corner, of course, which might end up just being a spin-off podcast. I might just find a third fucking thing to fun do with you guys. Maybe I'll just do prank calls instead of World Star Corner. I don't know. We'll figure. Yo, guys, send in submissions for what should be what should if you guys want me. To take World Star Corner and you and actually now work harder on my editing skills and record World Star Corner and do the things that you guys want me to do. And I'll even do it like that and release it same day. Don't hold me on that. Don't hold. Let me take that back now. I'm taking it back. I'm taking back that I'm going to release it the same day. But I would do then technically two podcasts a week. Shorter a little bit, yes. But you get two. Maybe I'll even call it a Patreon episode. No, I'm kidding. I'm not that big yet. I'm getting there, though. Alhamdulillah. That's thank you, God. But if you guys gave me the Patreon money, then I'd be forced to make that World Star Corner video where you see my face and my reactions. But then there's no guests, invisible fake guests that I can have come in. So, you know, and real guests. But, you know, if I do real guests, we could, we'll throw that on the video, you know? Why not, right? So I can have a fucking double fucking either i have to be the jamie and switch the camera back and forth between me and them or i have to record two different videos and then edit them. oh my god i hate even suggesting this we're gonna do this to make the podcast better guys all right how about that all right look how do i end it we're, this is taking so long because eddie the bull won't shut me up he keeps me rambling all right the history joke's not working good job if this one doesn't, I'm not leaving right, it. We'll go into the notebook, I guess. I don't like these other jokes. You guys ever do that, right? You write jokes and you're like, This motherfucker's in this room ain't gonna like these motherfucking jokes. Do I sound like Cat William a little? The young guys didn't know who the fuck Cat Williams was. A bit, motherfucker. All right, let's get to the Jew jokes. Everybody's favorite material. Oh, I did the KK kangaroo joke. And then I did the... Other one. All right, so we don't have to finish the rest of this. Hey, you know what? Nothing hit once I did the Chinese people eat anything joke. Write that down, Yusef. 
Chinese people eat anything. Thank you for bearing with me, guys. That was a super annoying. I should have paused it and then unpaused it, but I didn't because, you know what? You guys love me and I love you too, so why not, right? Hmm. Let's do this Friday set, and then let's get to World Star Corner. You know what? I don't have to critique it too much, probably. I won't go through the whole critiquing of it. Um, but I will play it all the way through because it, it, it was a harder room than... It was a harder room to do because it was post Steve Poston and Andrew Rich to do this thing called Bingomedy. It's bingo and comedy. And if I'm going to be completely fair, judging this on the only one time that I was able to finally be there to not only watch but also thankfully participate in. That night, it seemed like everybody was way more into the bingo than the comedy. And not even the comedy. Just the comedy. Quote, parentheses, the comedy, and parentheses, versus the bingo comedy. They loved it. When Andrew and Steve were up there, they were eating it up. They were laughing. They were excited to get their next number. They were participating. His, oh, wow. He has something real there. I can't give any suggestions because I, I would have to really think upon it. But he has a really great idea. But what happens is it, the comedy, I think, starts to struggle. That being said, I had an amazingly fun time. I thought I did very well considering um, things that I don't want to even talk about on the podcast. But, you know. I, w I had a rough week and I fucking made the best out of it and did fucking decently. And I was happy for that decently in the sense of like I wanted them. <clears throat> I think I get them all to laugh. And if I do, I'm going to definitely write that down during the poking or not during the poking during the listening session. So let me go ahead and mute myself. Let me get this ready. Let's play uh, this Friday set. And I hope you enjoy. Oh man, I'm special. How you guys doing tonight? Assalamu alaikum. Give it up to KTB and yourselves for sticking around. Uh, you guys having fun playing com bingo and the comedy? I never thought of that combination. It's kind of like when you see like Tex-Mex or like Asian-Mexican. You know? I don't know. It's weird. All right, you guys are like, what's up? This guy's a Yousef. Let's find out about him. I got you. Uh, if Cat Williams would hear, he would say, This motherfucker on stage looking like goddamn Squidward's house. What are you doing on stage? You belong next to a pineapple under the sea. I also hear I, uh, I kind of look like if T.I. did IT. <laughs> you call me up, I'm like, relax, reset, you're out of all right. You are not connected to the web, man. You can search whatever you like. <laughs> Thank you. All right, but what is it, Yousef? I'm a quadracial. That's a weird thing, right? Four races, one human being. 
hundred years ago, I'd be in a circus. They'd be like, step right up, step right up. Four racial here, quad racial. Four races through sex, not surgery, sex. But I am a, I'm a part Moroccan, I'm a part Palestinian, I'm a part Russian, and I'm a, uh, born in America. It's kind of weird being all that. It's kind of like I have the United Nations in my head. You know, it's like, let's say for tonight, I was like, oh, Yusuf, don't drink tonight. So Morocco and, uh, and Palestine are like, Yusuf, we're going to put up a resolution not to drink. But America always comes in and says, I veto that, Yusuf. We're going to, we might have a couple. We might have a couple. It depends on how this goes. We'll see. No, but um, I do want to do a USO tour one of these days. I do love the troops. I know you're probably thinking which ones, right? <laughs> America, obviously. But I have to wait until we kind of invade like an Asian country before I start going over there to support. You know, I can't be walking off base on Syria looking like this. And all of a sudden a fucking van comes and ISIS is like, we rescued you, brother. Like, oh, no, you didn't. And now I got to be the fucking ISIS comic? Because that's the only way I keep my head. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I love uh, shawarma and hate America. You guys didn't see my finger crossed? All right. <laughs> I crossed my fingers. I crossed my um, No, there was something else. I don't know, whatever. Guys, I'm in Iraq 11. Over here. <laughs> I can read. I can cook. I pray. I'm in Iraq 11. I even got two eyebrows. It's rare. Over here, I'm just a 9-11. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, people ask me, Yusuf, do you know how to write in Arabic? I don't, but I knew how to wrong in Arabic, ladies. It's premarital sex, if you... Yeah. Just explain some things. Um, I'm only Palestinian, by the way, based on old maps. Technically, I'm Israeli now. Uh, I do wonder if I get my birthright trip. <laughs> I want to go for different reasons than you're thinking. Jeez, you guys always think it's war with us. No, it's love sometimes. You ever see those hot IDF women? Oof. Oh. I'm trying to get some Iron Dome. I've been hearing a lot about it. <laughs> I hear they give Iron Dome. It's 100% effective. Uh, well, maybe not 100 All right, whatever. Shut up, Yusuf. Stop explaining things. Uh, Yusuf, are you anti-Semitic? No, I love them. I know so much about them. Like, for example, did you know Jewish people and Muslim people, we got a lot of similarities, actually. We have more in similar than we have, uh, than we don't. Like, for example, we both wear our hats to sh symbolize, you know, our closest to God. We get our schmeckles snipped. That's a circumcision, if you don't know that. Uh, one of the big differences, though, is like, uh, our favorite prophet is Muhammad, peace be upon him, and their favorite prophet is Margin. <laughs> Love a good deal. My Jewish manager says I can say that. It is weird, though, being a Muslim. My mom, Moroccan mom, she used to bring uh, all these bootleg cartoons, and they'd be dubbed over. They'd be Arabic. And uh, y'all are familiar with Garfield the cat? I grew up with Jafarfield the cat. It's a little bit different. It's just a little bit. Like, Garfield the cat. He uh, loved lasagna, and he hated Mondays, right? Jafarfield the cat. He loves shawarma, 
He did not trust the Jews. A little propaganda in there, Alma. <laughs> what are you doing? Nah, but it made me think, like, if I had to remix uh, something, a kid's show, it would probably be uh, Blue's Clues. Oh, I fucked up. You already know. All right, I'll just do it. Jews Clues, Jews Clues. You got to find the star of David. That's the first clue. Then look into the tunnels, because it's Jews Clues, Jews Clues. Oh, I forgot that. We also have tunnels, both of us. We're both tunnel people. Jewish people and Muslims. You guys remember the news? News? We're not talking about news. All right, no news, no news. No news. Let's get weirder. Yusuf, why are you anti-Semitic? I was born on July 3rd. 3rd of July, the day before Independence Day, or as my mom likes to call it, Dependence Day. Packs right off. Uh, but, like, if you were born in July and you have to tell people your birthday all the time, you might be anti-Semitic too. Think about it. If you're like, oh, when's your birthday? You say, oh, July 3rd. July 3rd. July 3rd. Jews lie. It's like it was, who made the month? That was fucked up. That's not my fault. Saying, that's some brainwashing shit. MK Ultra shit. AJ laughed kind of, but I think he did it out of nervousness. See, he's doing it again. It's like, yeah, this is my nervous one. Dude, I wish they would stop kicking the gays out of the Middle East, though. What? You want them to kick it out? You were like, oh. You just don't know where I'm going with it. I got you. I know. Yeah. It's, you were right to say that. <laughs> no. Well, I do wish they would stop kicking them out because they keep coming to my mosque. And I can tell. You can't introduce yourself as Mohammed. I think you're fooling anyone, man. Go to the one in Hoboken. Hoboken one, man. I bidet. Anybody else? Or am I the only one with the clean asshole bidayers? Anybody? No? Mm. It's weird. There's a saying when you bidet and you tell people that. It goes, once you bidet, black people call you gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want a water dick up your ass, you gay motherfucker? <laughs> Some people get it. Some people get it. Yeah. Anybody here on a date? Married? Anybody? Married? Married? Oh. Ooh. Well, if you ever want to break up, I got you on some advice. This is actually probably going to be a terrible joke, but it's all right. I'm going to push through. Huh. If you ever want, you need to know the laws where you go, right? So, for example, in Dubai, uh, a woman cannot yell in public. So all you got to do is get in an argument with your girlfriend or wife in Dubai, and the police will do the breakup for you. It's like, <laughs> too many happily dating people here, I guess. Okay. Don't use Dubai to do the dirty work for you. I got it. I got it. They want me to, oh, he wanted me to do, oh, no, he didn't want me to do extra time. All right, good. I'm doing good on time. I love hoodies because hoodies have that pocket in the front, so it makes me feel like I'm a half a kangaroo, but it also has that hood so I can feel like I'm a KKK kangaroo because <laughs> I'm racist. Remember, I've been clearly establishing that. <laughs> I have so many races. How can I fucking... I'm not racist. I hate them all equally. Especially my own. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll get weird then. I showered with my parents for too long. Anybody else? No? Yeah, you don't have memories of showering with your parents, huh? Okay. I'm the only one here. You can't remember... You don't, guys don't remember looking up and seeing your dad's wiener water raining down on you? Just me. 
And the most motherfucking worst part, he cut my dick and his isn't. What the fuck? I ain't got no foreskin, but you do? I wish I had a foreskin. We got foreskins in the audience? I miss mine is all I'm saying. I heard you could do shit with it. Like, I heard you could turn pages in a notebook with it. That's how I would use mine. I heard uh, also, like, after a shower, you could stick your thumb in the tip and just stretch it like a Chinese finger trap and just keep stretching it and stretching it. Anybody can confirm or deny? <laughs> Nobody wants to. You guys are like, Yusef, we don't like this anymore. Can we get back to bingo? All right. I, uh, I'll leave on this one. I have no tattoos because I'm Muslim. And as a good Muslim man, I eventually want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery one day. <laughs> Figure it's a peaceful way to take some land back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, my name is Yusuf. I'm sorry. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. I am not poking those. <clears throat> I will say this. It was way too fast. I stumbled over a couple jokes. I didn't do the Iraq 11 joke that was the title of it and that's also kind of like a half a punchline so you're not supposed to say that i forgot that i was supposed to start with uh dating anybody anything but like uh i'm on the how does that rack 11 go i'm on the dating apps it's crazy i read i cook i pray i'm like in a rack 11 i even got two eye no i said i even got two eyebrows i'm like in a rack 11 over here, I'm just a 9-11. The 9-11 got a pop, though, so I'm happy for that. Um, I had one joke that got the whole room to laugh. My notebook's in the other room, otherwise I'd look at it, but I'm not going to go up and get it anyway. Um, overall, I would say if I slowed it down, it could have been better. Um... Me doing that joke, powering through. I'm giving myself credit for the Dubai joke, even though I didn't do it perfectly. I didn't do... Now that I'm listening back to it, I didn't do a lot of the jokes perfectly. However, I did them. I did them well. And my biggest thing would have been, slow the fuck down, Yusuf. Do less jokes if you need to. Get them on your because in the beginning they were on my side. I might have lost them a little bit here and there, because like even the USO. Or I'm gonna go over it in my head now that it's over. What I remember and how it went. Um, first thing I did is I just do random like mini crowd work bullshit. Didn't need to work. Didn't work really. And then I said, "What is a Yusef quad racial?" I didn't do that one perfectly either. I kind of was. This is where I should, in my head, I'm like, I know these jokes. I'm going to do them fine. Where in my head, I really should have done is go over them again. Just so I, because that one, I messed up just a little bit. Enough that I notice and I'm not going to call it out because I'm going to fix it instead. I'm going to listen back and I'm going to fix it instead. The next joke I did was the UN part. I did that one all right, but then I forgot how I, I worded it. So I stumbled, not so much stumbled through it, but I went a longer way to get, which I'm allowed liberties in a show to go longer. You have longer time if you're going to do less jokes and you're doing those words with a purpose and not to try to find your way to remembering the jokes, which I did. Um, I didn't do the USO tour joke correctly because 
the ending was uh, I open up before the beheadings or something along those lines instead I abandoned that and I and then I went into something else um after USO tour what did I do see I can't even remember after that I looked into my notebook oh the Palestinian maps um only based on I'm Palestinian only based on old maps I'm Israeli now that one kind of worked a little bit do I get my birthright trip not for the reasons you want and then uh going into the whole um, Israel thing about Iron Dome. That one kind of worked a little bit, but then I kind of overdid it. And that was the only thing. That one was like probably the one that got enough of a pop. After, oh, after that, I also fucked up the right and wrong in Arabic joke, which I skipped over. It got enough of a but it didn't really. And then I say... The Jewish tunnel one? No, I say that Muslims and Jewish people have more in common. That one worked well, especially the Jewish people all laughed really hard at that. Um, at least the comedian ones, cause, which were a lot of the people on the lineup, which, you know, I love them. They're all my bros. Um, what other joke did I do? Jewish personalities. I did... Let's see if we can fast forward through these things. Let's see. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did that one more. Palestinian. All right. I have a couple. It depends on how this. That one looks good. Except, you know how to write in Arabic? I don't. But I knew how to wrong in Arabic, ladies. It's premarital sex if you. Jeez, you guys always think it's war. Oh, going over with us. No, it's love sometimes. You ever see those hot IDF women? Oof. Oh. I'm trying to get some Iron Dome. I've been hearing a lot about it. <laughs> I hear they give Iron Dome. It's 100% effective. Uh. I should have just ended it early with not adding those two extra tags. I hear they give Iron Dome. Because I got AJ to laugh and then let him just laugh it out. Shut up. Like, for example, we both wear our hats to sh Margin. <laughs> Love a good deal. That one got a lot of them to laugh. So uh, the favorite prophet is margin joke. Good joke. Let's see. What else we got? Jewish manager says I can say that. Cat. It's a little bit different. It's just a little bit. Like Garfield the cat. He uh, loved... Jafarfield the cat. It didn't work as well as it should have. And then I stumbled over Jews' clues. So we can skip over those. It's like it was... Who made the month? That was fine. Born in July. I said it too many times. But then I got the point across. But then I added all that MK Ultra shit. I don't need to do that. that you didn't tell panicking. people your birthday all the time. You might be anti-Semitic too. Think of MK Ultra shit. Hey, you want them to kick it out? You were like, oh. Oh, that one. The 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 gay the, um, what do I call it? Um, the don't kick the gays out. And then when I said I wish they would stop kicking the gays out of the Middle East, the guy goes, oh. I was like, what? You want them to kick them out? That one was funny. That was a funny line. I like that. Steve liked that line too. He did. We were trying to figure out what that line was. I didn't realize that was the one he, he did that for. 
See, he's doing it again. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is my nervous one. Dude, I wish they would stop kicking the gays out of the Middle East, though. What? You want them to kick it out? You were like, oh. You just don't know where I'm going with it. I got you. I know. Yeah. It's, you were right to say that. <laughs> no. well, I do wish. He said, I know I am. And then the lady was just laughing so hard. They would stop kicking them out because they keep coming to my mosque. Oh. <laughs> and I can tell. You can't introduce yourself as Mo. Hamid. Don't think you're fooling anyone, man. Go to the one in Hoboken. <laughs> Hoboken one, man. Hoboken one, man. I feel like I channeled a British, a British Muslim man. They like to say man, man. When you are, when you are a brother, man, or you, you're from the UK, youth. Let's go on, man. I bidet. I did that one wrong too. It's not called I bidet. It's you say. Does anybody hear bidet? There's a saying when you bidet. Once you bidet, black people call you gay. Ah, ah, ah. What you put in the water dick up your butt? You gay, motherfucker. That's how it go. We skip this one. You ass, you gay motherfucker. <laughs> he do it wrong. Do it African. Get it. Some people get it. No. Anybody here on a date? <coughs> oh, I should Mary? have skipped yeah, this oh, one. Yeah, I got it. I got it. They want me to... Oh. He wanted me to do... Oh, no, he didn't want me to do extra time. All right, good. I'm he did not want me to do extra. You are at 8 minutes and 25 seconds. You were supposed to get off. But you say you will headline. So you will do two more minutes and then get off. Like you as told. Let's do it. I'm doing good on time. I love hoodies. Because hoodies have that pocket in the front. So KK it makes me feel like kangaroo. I'm but it also has that hood so I can feel like I'm a KKK in guru. Because <laughs> I'm racist. Remember, I've been clearly establishing that. <laughs> I have so many races. How can I fucking... I'm not racist. I hate them all equally. Except I hate some more than others. Like right now. I am a... I am trying... I am from Rwanda. I, do, I am Hutu. I do not like the Tutsi. They look just like me. And maybe I am Tutsi, and I do not like the Hutu. And they look just like me too. I look like the Indians and the Pakistanis. And I do not like them either. Because they look like me. I am not Dominican. I do not mind them. But I am not you. I wear socks into my shoes. I do not put my foot in a shoe, no socks. That is a Dominican thing. I will not womanize your woman. I will not cheat on my wife. That is a Dominican thing. Am I making stereotypes? I think I am. But I am extra African Yusuf. Thank you, extra African Yusuf. I appreciate that input on that joke. Um... Sorry if you uh, didn't. No, I liked it. But you need to know. You're starting to sound French. Yes, because the French, they colonized a lot of Africa. That's true. You're right. You probably know all about that. Especially my own. <laughs> uh, Alright, we'll get weird then. What is this shit? I know. I showered with my parents for too long. Anybody else? 
I did that one all right. But why didn't we laugh? Because they just weren't feeling it. You are an embarrassment. You should not do that. Can I get on with this? We got to go to World Star Corner, dude. And I've got to make some food. Go on. What are you going to make tonight? Thinking of the pizza. Maybe. Do what you want. You ate White Castle yesterday, you fat fuck. Oh, I could make uh, some White Castle tonight, too. I would enjoy it. Okay. So, yeah, I end up with... Uh, no, the Chinese finger trap thing didn't work either. Because I think I fucked that one up a little bit when I said uh, when you get out the shower and you, and you use it like a Chinese finger trap. You stick your thumb in and just keep stretching it and stretching it and stretching it. That works so many other places. I don't get it. How do I make that more palatable? I don't know. You know what you can make palatable? The food after. Let's hurry this up. All right, African user. Damn, you act like you're a part of the Africa that doesn't get food. Yeah, you don't have memories of showering with your parents, huh? All right, we could skip that one and then I end with... That's how I... That's what it. the fuck? I ain't got no foreskin, but you do? I wish I had a foreskin. We got foreskins in the open. Right. trap and just keep stretching it and stretching it. Anybody right. can confirm or deny <laughs> Nobody wants Some to of my friends really like the closing joke. Can we get back to I can hear. I can hear in my last 30 seconds, I'm going to do them. You're going to hear AJ's going to laugh. I can hear Steve laugh posting. I can hear Steve Badinelli laugh. Those are three J boys that are my, that got my back. And Andrew Rich, I believe. Laugh. I, can, I don't know if I can audibly hear his laugh. He has a very distinct laugh. He might not have liked this one, but we'll see. I, uh, I'll leave on this one. I have no tattoos. Because I'm Muslim, and as a good Muslim man, I eventually want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery one day. <laughs> Figure it's a peaceful way to take some land back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, my name is Yusef, I'm sorry. Thank you very much. I rushed it with the I'm sorry. And they were all pretty much clapping. So that was a good set. All right, great, great sets, great job this week. Thank you all. Uh, thank you, Steve and Andrew, for the opportunity to get on a nice show, a fun show. I will do any time you'd like, any time that they want me back, too. <laughs> Make sure they want me back. Uh, um, not that I did anything that crazy, but anyway, it was a fun time. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's pause and, and rearrange in World Star Corner. How's that sound? Uh, we will. And we're back, guys. Welcome back to Piscoff Podcast. World Star Corner, where here we are. Take a quick... Just get ready. All right, here. We can just talk about this, because it's a long video. I don't have to play it. Not a lot, actually, here. It's one, two, three, th Four things to talk about. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things to play and talk about. And then three fun fucking videos. Nice fun day today. I call it a 483. Because that's how many it is. Um, this is about... Alright, let's see. So this is about... The title of the video is called... Quote, he defecated on me during a threesome... And had me continue, quote, 
More of Vince McMahon's leaked texts are wild AF dot dot dot. Hulk Hogan tried to warn us. And I'll play the little quick uh, Hulk Hogan warning. Now I'm going to ask. Now I'm going to ask you to lower your voice. Please. This nice and slow so you can comprehend the question and answer correctly. So to, to fill you out, Hulk Hogan is here. He's got a mask on his face to look kind of like Captain America. Uh, Hulk, and then Vince McMahon is hooked up to a, uh, a obviously fake lie detector test. Because even when you do a more realistic lie detector test, it takes a while to discern the results. You can't just... So it's a lot of acting. Because that's what, what WWE is. It's, it's fake. It's not fake. It's just it's acting. So we're gonna what we're going to do is we're going to play how his results play out, and then I'll go in and kind of let you know what his texts say. But this is a little fun skit you can at least enjoy by listening to. Are you a sick, perverted, power-hungry freak? What's he going to say? No. Wrong. I'm a very well-respected businessman the world over. Wrong. do for me and me only correct but let me tell you this i am no pervert wrong and his eyes go wide then so this guy's gonna talk about it but uh the f it says following the threesome on may 11 2020 mcmahon sent an explicit message to miss grant that further detailed his fantasies of seeking her engaged in sexual relations. This is how the message reads. <clears throat> oh, this is a long one. I love it. That's you, Janelle. You just can't get enough, can you? And I'm going to do Vince McMahon voice, by the way. If it gets annoying, just tell me. Next podcast. <laughs> like Vince McMahon would do. Sorry, getting back to it. In the future, it's going to be... It's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be he uses the actual capital letter b that's why like i'm a little confused i'm sorry it's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day and not just with blank in a three-way why not let i can't do vince anymore why not let others see that beautiful voluptuous body and watch you shake uncontrollably when you come They'll go out of their minds. Then I'll find more friends and we'll tie you up so you're helpless. I'll, I'll direct them to have their way any way they want. Who can make you scream the loudest? Maybe I'll just line them up and have them squirt in your mouth, your pussy, and all over your tits and ass all at the same time. You'll be covered in cum and we'll make you eat it all and taste everybody's cum. The next morning you'll be a little sore, but you're still going to want more. After all that... What is the rest of it say? After all that fucking over and over, I'll be... And then it gets cut off. So let's fast forward here and see anything else. Um... As one example of McMahon's extreme depravity, on May 9th, 2020, he defecated on Miss Grant, 
knew this is right during the pandemic. He knew the time was up. So he he defic he shat on Miss Grant during a threesome and then commanded her to continue pleasuring his quote friend with feces in her hair and running down her back while McMahon went to the bathroom too. And it doesn't say anything else. Um so yeah, he did a lot of weird shit. Mm, I don't want to keep reading these. This lady was hurt. She, oh, here was the important part. Oh wait, not that part. Oh, let's see. Um, his wife apparently found out, and then he threatened her and all that. Oh, here it is. McMahon reassured her that the signature would ensure his continued support and protection and safeguard her reputation. Ultimately, Miss Grant succumbed to the pressure and signed the NDA in exchange for payments, which McMahon later stopped making. So a lot of people are speculating she's only coming out about this because she stopped getting paid. However, she did get paid. And you know what? As, as, a, as a person who when, when you want to get paid for something, you want to get paid. Yeah, don't do that. If you if I'm expecting a pay, if you tell me you're gonna pay me and you're not, you're fucking up. Shit's gonna have to happen to you. So McMahon, should have just paid. Should have just paid. This one I don't want to even talk about. Next story. Thirty-two <clears throat> year old Pennsylvania man arrested after he beheaded his six to eight year old dad, showing it during a live YouTube stream before going on an anti Biden rant. I'm not gonna play any of it. I don't want to see it. You do see a head. Um, the things that he's saying, if you do end up wanting to watch this, um, and and he's doing this to, he's being brainwashed. This is so reading fed. Like you're trying to, to it's almost like, hmm, how would you do this? It's almost like you're trying to see if there are other people like him. So you have him do this thing and let it go out there so other people can be like, yeah, I'm like him too. And they'll post about it so you can find out about who the people are like that, <clears throat> that are extremists like him. Because he's fucking crazy. He was like, kill every government employee, not the state, only federal. He was wiling out, bro. And he killed his dad because his dad was a federal employee or some shit. Probably fucking worked at the post office or something stupid as shit. Anyway, this is another story. My cousin was telling me about it, and I didn't believe him when he said it. So, uh, but apparently five, the next story is called Five Illegal Aliens Who Beat Down NYPD Officers in Times Square, dot, 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 cut loose without bail. And it shows some some people just just walking up and... They're covering their face and they're flipping out the bird and apparently they're they just got released. And it says message this is from Mark Rubio. Message to America from one of the illegal migrants who assaulted NYPD officers walked free with no bail and headed back to a shelter funded by taxpayers. That's crazy. Um they show the video of the of the guy getting beat up and then this guy says a couple things. You know what? We'll play this. Doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on doing organized. Uh, this particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized. I want to see where he starts talking because he actually, this guy, whoever he is, he gives a, a decent breakdown. 
marketing in Times Square. There is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. These individuals, I went over their rap sheets yesterday, multiple charges, grand larceny, robbery, attempted robbery, grand larceny, grand larceny. Uh, this particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on the street, iPhones, iPads, clothing, so on and so forth. Uh, one of them that they are still seeking has 10 charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh. Here you don't in Fair New York. Keep us back. So it's crazy. It says four of seven believed on California-bound bus may be headed to Mexico. But yeah, it's like they know they can just come. They, like right now what's going on with these things, and I'm not going to even be a piece of shit and try to be like, oh, you know, fuck immigrants. Because I, I love immigrants because, first of all, everybody's family here was an immigrant because I don't think anybody here is Native American, are they? Not at least a lot of us. And you know what? Uh, gentrification. Everybody's fine with gentrification when it comes to America and Israel. Because we gentrified America. Fucking hard as shit, dude. Anyway. Um, this lady explains why people... is. The next video is called... People are finding out they owe more in taxes this year because of the 2017 tax revision passed by Trump and Paul Ryan. Mainly Paul Ryan. Um, and this lady is not a, a certified public accountant. She's just an accountant. And she files taxes and she says that basically in 2017 they passed a revision that started with the top tax bracket of, of people who make $100,000 a year or more and then work their way down. And now that it's seven years later, it's starting to finally hit the bottom bracket, which why people aren't going to um, be getting taxes back, but actually say that they owe taxes back, which is wild because I have been seeing that so much. Now I know which level of income my friends are at because I've been feeling this for a while too. Don't worry, I'm not a hundred k. Where am I? I don't know. Hey, with comedy, I'm gonna be a millionaire a year, a million a year because you guys are gonna want to listen to me talk. With but you're gonna want to listen to me talk about interesting things. So let's do world star video. This guy, a little wild, uh, but he actually had an interesting. All right, it's called. Spoke his mind. Man has an interesting take on this idea of, quote, taxes, quote. Hey, guys, John Robinson here. And if you're sweating paying your tax bill next year, don't worry about it. The government took care of it for you. Allow me to explain. You see, the fact of the matter is there were so many people, mostly American patriots, who said, I don't care what the consequences are. I will not continue to pay taxes to a corrupt government that doesn't represent me. So IRS is already down 25% from last year. But you see, the one thing with people who've never worked a day in their life but yet want to make rules for the rest of us is, 
they always overdo themselves and kill the goose that laid the golden egg. So in addition to crashing that economy, they've created a situation where people have a choice. Keep a roof over your family's head or pay taxes. Feed your children or pay taxes. Live a little bit like a fucking human being or pay your fucking taxes. The fact of the matter is, so many people are not going to be able to pay their taxes this year that the people who just up and decide fuck them and file exempt on their fucking forms is going to totally overwhelm the IRS, including those 80,000 gun-toting Nazi motherfuckers who have been harassing us for years. Let's face it, folks. We all know publicly we've asked the IRS for the law that states a wage earner has to pay taxes and they cannot provide it because it was never legal in the first place. When you work and somebody gives you money or some form of compensation, that's not profit, that's an exchange and it was never intended to be taxes. So the government's going to self-destruct, it's going to totally overwhelm the system and in reality let those motherfuckers try driving their car with no gas in it. If you like what I'm saying, give me a hell yeah and a fuck you to their paperwork. Well, I like what he's saying, so I'll give him a hell yeah. But he also is... is <clears throat> People like him who are raising great points. If you have to choose between keeping a roof over your family's head and keeping them fed or over paying your taxes, you won't. But then they will come with their guns and then the Americans are going to have guns and then that's going to gonna definitely help facilitate a civil war which i don't know about you guys i'm not trying to do i'm uh anti-civil i'm anti-all war but civil as well because it's not a civil war that see that's the most oh my god why would it be called a civil we're civil about it Oh, uh, Yusef, it's, he's praying, so we're not going to shoot him. But as soon as he stops praying, we will, because we're a civil war. Oh, it's Sunday. The Christians are in church. Let's leave them alone. It's a civil war. I'm trying to think of other things. Those are the only two things I can think of that are religious. Because I'm getting more religious, I hope. <clears throat> we're trying. We're trying. All right, next, uh, next video is called, oh, this one. This one is actually really good because I remember, all right, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you what the title of the video is, and then I'll tell you why it relates to me. It's called, Whose Side Are You On In This Situation? Question mark. Employer tried to make Gen Z employee come in for a 8 a.m. meeting despite being told working hours were 9 to 5, exclamation point. Now, funny thing is, apparently, the, there's this guy on TikTok who's going to do the, the wrap up at the end. His manager or some shit is on here talking on a podcast. And the guy looks familiar. I don't know this podcast, <clears throat> but he looks like one of those sales bro. So I think this is one of those sales jobs. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what he, the guy in the end is going to say, make, we'll get to it. Let's play it. 
asked to come in for an 8 a.m. meeting. My Gen Z new hire said, Ugh, sorry, I can't make it. I have a workout class. Should this be allowed? My visceral reaction was, are you fucking kidding me? No, fully, like, angered, typing this out. I was like, please. Like, my hand's shaking, and it's not from the caffeine. You just started this job. I don't give a flying shit about your workout class. Also, an 8 a.m. workout class is too late. Workout at 6, yeah. maybe 7. Hi. Yeah, Natalie. So, um, we can talk about this more later, but I'm going to address this now. It was made very clear during the interview process that the working hours for this position is between 9 to 5 p.m. Eastern time and I am on Eastern time. I made that very clear with HR because I have commitments outside of work. I go to the gym, I work out because I care about my health. Sure, I can make a sacrifice to go to an 8 a.m. meeting had I known at least a week before that I needed to go at 8 a.m., not a day before. Also, my workout class starts at 7.30, not at 8, but I didn't know that I needed to tell you that. Okay, let's just say I skipped the gym. Two things. When can I expect you to reimburse me for my class? And two, are you going to be paying me from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. or at the very least, let me leave at 4 p.m.? Natalie, if your answer to both of those are no, then there's no discussion needed. I will see you at 9 o'clock today. Also, yeah, I sent an email to HR about this and sent them the link to that TikTok video. So um, just to make things clear. And the bros got a point, bro. <clears throat> About the name drop corporations that did this shit. When I used to work at Staples. Again, shout out Staples for giving me employment. I appreciate you. But y'all did this shit too. I think you guys paid us though. I'm going to have to say that you guys paid us. And you also didn't do it that often. But every once in a blue moon, there would be a Sunday where we would have to all come in for the meeting. And they would get us Dunkin' Donuts, donuts, and coffee. And it's a Sunday. And if you didn't have to work, you got an hour of pay. But you also have to wake up and drive for this meeting before we opened our store. And we had to have a team, whole team meeting. And it was nice, though, because I got to see the whole team. It was. And some people got exemptions from it and probably got chewed out like this guy did uh, by their by the manager at the time. But it's like, yo, what are you doing? At least they paid us. Hey, how about this one? You want to get real? Let's get real. One time I was working at a... Uh, You know what? I realized I'm going to go ahead and not talk about this, but I will talk about something similar. So I remember one time I was working at a AT&T facility or whatever, one of those tele telecommunication things. I was working for one of the guys as a non an, an authorized reseller of cellular technologies, we'll just say. And in that, I remember they did a once a month meeting after work for an hour and it was not paid. And I'm like, well, listen, during work hours, your work rules apply. After work hours, your work rules don't apply. So I did some after work hours things before I went into this work meeting. Because I'm ready. I'm off hours, bitch. Shit, I was listening to a podcast with a headphone on in one ear. Going through my shirt because we had to have wired ones at the time. 
and fucking hat on my head. And I'm just listening to this podcast while they're doing this fucking work meeting I'm not getting paid for. Well, I, I wanted to go home and watch Walking Dead at the time. And so I might have been doing a couple things I shouldn't have been doing during work hours. And technically this counted as during work hours. But now I know it wasn't because they had to, quote unquote, let me go. And I ended up getting unemployment out of it. Now, if they had fired me, I wouldn't have been able to get unemployment out of it. But because they let me go, I was able to collect unemployment, which means they knew they were fucking up. They're not supposed to give unpaid work meetings. That's illegal. That being said, let's go to the next video. Ooh. Uh, we're not even going to play this one. I should have moved this one. It's called this, The Ocean is the Scariest Place on Planet Earth. You know what? Let's play oh, my it. God. oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. First of all, this is called The North Sea, the most dangerous sea in the world. And there's just... just these people that are saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, are not on this boat. I know that for sure. Because why would they be on this kind of a boat? And this boat just going up this super high wave. Oh, my God! And then oh. lands. Oh. It went over a huge weight. And that's why that scream almost, like, they perfectly timed it. Because imagine the, oh, my God, oh, my God. Ah. It was it going up on the top of the wave being airborne for a second, and then landing on more waves that has to go up. Bro, I don't fuck with boats. You remember that movie or that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix? When they want to make a different one called Don't Fuck With Boats, count me in. I don't fuck with boats. I don't like the ocean. I like going to the ocean. I don't like the middle of the ocean. I hate... There's so, you guys don't understand. We've explored more of space and there's a tremendous amount of space out there. But we've explored more of space than we have the oceans, which there's, there's a finite amount in here. So let's continue. Sorry for the loudness of this. I'm going to lower it to zero. Dude, now it's just a, a heavy cargo ship just rocking side to side like this shit could capsize anytime. Now this guy just in the front of the boat for whatever reason. And then a big ass wave eventually is going to come. He's like, oh shit. Oh, this one's coming. And he starts sprinting because like, I'm going to get taken out. And then you just see this guy, this one boat having to go up this huge ass fucking wave. And you're like, oh fuck. What is going to happen? He's If you hit it head on, the front of the boat is like a, uh, what's it, what would you what do you call it? a wave breaker? Right now, it breaks the wave, so it gets through it. But if you hit it sideways, it will flip your boat the fuck over. You need to be an experienced um, sailor. I was gonna, I was trying to figure out what what do you call a boat pilot? It's called a sailor, a captain, captain, sailor, whatever. You can sailor. If you're a sailor. Next video. We're not going to play the whole thing. but Because this one made me cry. And I don't want to fucking play it. Move the stand actually. Move the stand. Move that stand.
I'm not crying right now. I'll cry and then I'll laugh. <sighs> Next video is called, and this this goes back to the 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 five illegal aliens that um beat up the police officers in New York. This one's called NYC illegal aliens to receive prepaid debit cards. One, sorry, dollar sign one k slash month da da da. They have promised to use it for. F they have to promise to use it for food only. Let's play this again, actually, lady. Well, questions being raised tonight about a new pilot program that'll give migrant families a reloadable prepaid credit card to buy food and baby supplies. All right, it would replace the food boxes given to asylum seekers staying in hotels. Fox 5's Jessica Formoso has more on how it would all work. Some migrant families will soon be given prepaid credit cards to buy food and baby supplies. The mayor's office says the city is partnering with Mobility Capital Finance to launch a more cost-effective program. Right now, the city has contracts with food services who provide non-perishable food boxes to shelters. They will start with 500 migrant families with children in short-term hotel stays. The cards can only be used at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, and convenience stores. We're just giving this migrant population more free stuff uh, at the expense of New York City taxpayers. In a statement, the mayor's office says in part, quote, not only will this provide families with the ability to purchase fresh food of their culturally relevant diets and the baby supplies of their choosing, but the pilot program is expected to save New York City more than $600,000 per month or more than $7.2 million annually. I mean, like, I guess if you can, like, buy a food processor and then just buy, like, tahini and garlic and and all the other, and, and chickpeas and lemon juice and you can just make your own hummus all the time. Hmm. $1,000 a month in New York City? Dude, that's not getting you. They're going to explain. That ain't getting you. I'm not going to be thankful that a program that was bloated and inefficient is somehow uh, cheaper to just give away free money to people in the hopes that they feed themselves. According to the New York Post, this pilot program will cost the city $53 million. The amount loaded on the card will depend on the family size. They're deflecting attention away from their incompetency. Um, and they're not holding accountable the people that had prior contracts. Paramalu is with artists, athletes, and activists. He says the Adams administration is setting up the migrants for failure. Purchasing food at the supermarket is not cheap anymore. And on top of that, they don't have kitchens. So how are they going to purchase the food that they want? The families who get... Exactly. These credit cards will be required to sign an affidavit swearing they will only use them for food or baby supplies. Those who violate the terms could be kicked out of the program. Just kicked out of the program, by the way. You you don't get deported or anything else. You're, you're not going to... You're going to get kicked out of the program. All right, look. This next video is why you... Number one... This would have never happened to me because I like to tip well. Now, also, this would have never happened to me because I wouldn't get groceries just delivered to my home. I like to go in there and get the shit myself. Okay? The only thing I've gotten delivered to my apartment besides Amazon shit 
like that kind of like in the mail like kind of things food wise is i order from a local pizzeria they have a delicious fat sandwich that i would order for takeout or to deliver it to me and that was when i was not really there was no need for me to go out there's no open mics back at the time might as well do you know what i got paid today let me be generous let me tip this guy very well and you know what dude alhamdulillah the better you tip the better you're treated because people feel like they're being treated better and so they'll treat you better and i remember at the time, I want to say it was a, uh, it wasn't a twenty dollars sandwich. It was like a, a, a twelve or or thirteen dollars sandwich. It was cheap, and I would give. I would make it twenty five. I would give him almost a hundred percent twelve dollars. Maybe I didn't do that. Maybe I think I only did seven. I want to feel like I gave them seven. They raised the prices, which is why I also just go there and pick it up now, too. Still tip, throw. Throw a couple bucks for tip. But um, but I remember, I, uh, it was like, let's say 13 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, make it 20 or 21. Give them like, like seven, eight bucks. Give them like half the sandwich cost. So you, and yo, it would say it should get to you in 45 minutes. And then it would be here in 30 to 40 minutes max. 40 minutes is, by the way, if I got in 30 minutes, hot as fuck. If I got in 40 minutes, just as fucking hot. So it's not like they took longer. They only took longer because they had more orders to place before they could start cooking my stuff. But the guy, the delivery driver would fucking leave and be like, I'm getting two gallons of gas. I'm fucking using at least a gallon to get to this motherfucker, bro. And and that's the beautiful thing, dude. Tip people well and they treat you well. And wouldn't you want that? I remember the best was when I worked at Staples and, uh, and we, apparently we weren't supposed to accept tips, but I don't remember reading that or, or learning about that in the orientation, so I accepted tips. Um, and I remember this lady asked me to, if I can help her bring a couple of chairs to her car and put it in her trunk, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. And me being little macho high schooler, I either put it on a thing and rolled it to the car and then put it in there, or I might even just fucking carry them on my shoulders, like one on each shoulder, like, hey, you want to see how strong I am? Ready? Now I'm going to slowly lower them to the ground as I place them into your vehicle, showing off my muscles. And I got a $20 tip, dude. And that felt good. A tip to help them load it into their car. Hey, by the way, I helped load people's shit into their car. Out of, yes, I'll do it because I love you. And then the last thing I'll say is, I remember when I was in Wayne, and I went to the Wayne, shout out to the Wayne Hills Diner. 
I love that place so much. I, I remember when I, I had this one job where I would work late at night and I wouldn't get out until like 1230 and I had to drive uh, and I wouldn't be home until like 1, 1 a.m. And, and pretty much the only thing open was the 24-hour McDonald's, which I would eat at the time. I would eat it at the time. The quick check, which also 24 hours, and it had pretty much just, so I had burger option, I had sandwich option, or I had the Wayne Hills Diner option. And honestly, the best option was always the Wayne Hills Diner option. And I used to always get a red, white, and blue burger from there, which was, the red was hot sauce, the white was frizzled onions. And the blue was blue cheese on a burger. And I would tell them, hey, hold the hot sauce. Because their hot sauce was just regular hot sauce. And I would put on buffalo hot sauce to make it better. And um, and when I called, they just like, hey, um, can I get the red, white, and blue burger? Uh, what's your name? Yousef. What? What did you say? There was always a Yosef. Whatever they would do, they would confuse it. And then I remember... I would say, is Burger Joe? And I would call up after a while. I would call up and then I would be like, hey, it's Burger Joe. And I'd be like, oh, Burger Joe, the usual? And I'd be like, red. And then I'd be like, yes, sir. And I'd be like, red, white, and blue burger, medium with no hot sauce. I'd be like, that's right. Like, okay, we'll see you in XYZ time. And then it even got to the point where. I would call up and they'd, they'd be like, hello, Wayne Hills Diner. I'd be like, how's it going, my friends? And they'd be like, how's it going, Burger Joe? The usual. I'd be like, you already know. And tell the cook, I said, Burger Joe says hello. And he'd be like, oh, the cook also says hello from the last time. And he hopes you enjoyed it. And I'd be like, I always do. And I'll always be back. And mashallah, yo, they would always hook it up. And yes, I tipped even though I picked it up. Because you know why? You do a good thing. You spread your love. Now this guy and the, this couple did not, which why well, I'm going to play it. Next video is called. Was he wrong for this? Question mark. Delivery driver returns a customer's grocery order after not receiving a tip. Do not interrupt me. And then coming over here driving on my dime to get your groceries and you don't give me a tip. That is not only unethical, but it's just, it's not only is it disturbing and unethical, but it's very wrong of you to, to think that way. You've got, you've got a mental screw up in your brain that doesn't work. And I'm not going to wait. This is the most fucked up part is the thing is he's mad at in tip and stole my groceries, sad face. And then she puts her hand, he says it's unethical and all that. And it's fucked, and you have like something screwed loose in your head, and she puts her hand in front, like she's looking at her nails. She goes, "Are you finished?" That is so dis. This type of person, whoever they are, they're gonna say things that are gonna prove this point to be true, are absolute scum people who have had things handed to them their entire lives, and. They are the definition of Ken and Karen. Let's play it. That doesn't work. Are you and I'm not going to waste my time. 
and breath with you. I'm going to cancel your order right now. Okay. Boom, canceled, and you're going to go pick up your own order. Right? No, let's wow. get a different shot. Okay? So, so, so she's like, Are you finished? Are you finished? And then he goes, Yeah, I'm going to cancel your order and I'll bring this all this shit back. And she goes, uh, I'll just get a different shopper who also will accept like a zero dollar tip. Like we do this all the time and they probably just be like, yeah, we do suck. But like they bring us our stuff. You don't have to tip. Do whatever you have to do. You're wasting your time. He's literally wasted his time. Do you realize how dumb you sound? Okay. You sound dumb. To be do you realize how dumb you sound, Miss Projection? You literally are not giving a tip. And you're mad that he's mad that you didn't give a tip. Let me go back a couple seconds because the, the, the Ken says something. Your time. He's literally wasting his wasting time. Wasting your time. We're wasting our own time? Yeah. So you learn a lesson. Because if I just give it to you, you're not going to learn the lesson. So will that waste the time? Yeah. Or maybe he'll just take the shit and fucking end his fucking career with this shit. Fuck him. Do you realize how dumb you sound? Okay, you sound dumb. To I'd like to find out how honest. you, how it would feel for you to go and do my job and deliver it and then not get tipped. I how would you feel if somebody didn't tip? She says, I wouldn't do your job, or she was trying to, and then he gets mad. Hey, lady, answer me. Answer me. Well, you won't let me talk, so. Yeah, I... Well, you won't let me talk, so. See, like, that's the, oh, I hate the condensate. Not condensation. I do like condensation sometimes. It's nice. Moisturizes. I hate the con... The condemnate... Condem... Condemnation. It's not the right word. I just said condemnation. And I combined them all. Slap some no, sense you're into not you. Gonna, oh, you. Oh, I'm serious? recording everything. Yeah, we're recording yeah, everything. Yo, his... Yo, her man is a pussy, bro. His first response to I should slap some sense into you is I'm recording. Yo. These two. If if anything were to happen. And Joe says Joe as in Joe Rogan says that we are. And, and it's been said we're 72 hours away from total societal collapse if in 72 hours you don't get food or water society will collapse well guess what these people are going to be the first ones walking around acting entitled walking into somebody else's home being like you need to give us food because like we're hungry and we're people too and like we ate all our food and now we're hungry and we want your food because our fridge went bad so we had to throw out all our Food. Even the stuff that we probably could eat, but we don't know we could eat. So, like, you know, can we have some? Three shots. They killed the dog too. Or whatever okay. you want. I really don't care. Job. Your I, you know what? I, at this point, I don't care because I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna do this. This is, does this, this doesn't work for me. I put in the you Let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else, lady. You Swifty wannabe. Mm -hmm. You're the only customer that I have had that did not tip me. 
don't tip I anybody. I want you to know that. I don't tip she says she doesn't tip anybody. anybody. Is that disturbing to you or what? No, I just don't believe that we should give it's out funny free how handouts. Every other she doesn't believe we should give out free handouts. It's not a free handout. If you do not understand how the industry works, then this does not apply. If you've ever worked in the service industry, certain individuals will get a full compensation in which, yes, that would be a quote-unquote free handout, a exception. Now, why would he accept a $0 tip, which, as she said, he did? It's because he probably expects what other people do, what I've heard people do, which is how they trick also some people into, I don't know how you don't, like, you got to be able to rate people back like Uber. But, like, you don't tip on the app because you tip in person. This is fucking, dude, stop doing that. All right, next video is called, we're not going to play the whole thing, but it's called Giving Him His Flowers. Stephen A. Smith says Joe Rogan deserves every penny of his new $250 million Spotify deal. Let's play it. Let me transition to a different subject before I go to break here because podcaster and commentator Joe Rogan just signed a new deal with Spotify that is estimated to be worth as much as $250 million. Quarter billion. multi-year deal. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say something to y'all, and I want y'all to listen to me, and I want you to listen to me good. <clears throat> Competition makes the world go round. But so does someone who sets a high standard. Joe Rogan has about damn near 20 million subscribers. Joe Rogan deserves every penny of that deal. Yeah, he does. And Joe Rogan, before anybody hates... And I'm not saying there's a whole bunch of haters out there because there's no reason to, but you never know. Joe Rogan deserves our respect and from somebody in my position, appreciation for showing us the way. You see, a lot of times when people look at somebody like a Pat McAfee, for example, over there at ESPN, and they say, well, you know, who the hell is he? And what did he do to deserve what he's gotten? Well... How about starting your own podcast years ago? Betting on yourself and building your own platform and generating over 2.3, 2.4 million subscribers. Oh, who the hell is Shannon Sharpin? I mean, he's on first take now, but damn, he got let go at FS1. Shannon Sharp has over 2.6 million subscribers. And that Cat Williams interview, no matter what you think about it, broke the internet. It's a YouTube record, top two anyway, with over 50 million views. When you bet on yourself. Yes. And you come out shining. Yes. That's not to be hated upon. No. It's to be revered. Yes. If not respected at the very least. Yes. I got a great, great day job. Me too. What the hell you think I'm doing this for? He swallowed it ain't tight just though. Because of I don't know if you heard him swallow though. I have a great, great day, day job. I try to do it audibly. I don't know if you heard that. I had a great, great day job. I tried. I don't know if I did it wrong. We'll see. I got a great, great day job. What the hell you... Did you hear that? It was so subtle. What do you think I'm doing this for? 
It ain't just because of independence. It ain't just because I want to run my own shop. It ain't just because I wanted to venture out into this world love? and extend myself beyond the, the corridors and the restrictive lines of linear television. Is it because of love? It's to also win so I can profit like that. Oh, you about the money? That's business. It's the American way. Bet on yourself. Take a chance. Yep. Embrace the risk. Okay. Adapt, adjust, succeed, conquer, oh, fuck. and then flourish. You want me to do World Star Quarter? Fuck. Just listen, dude, Steven, if you want me to do World Star Corner as a separate podcast and video have the video, just fucking email me at pissedoffpodcast at gmail.com. That's all you got to do. Somebody had to show the way. Okay. Nobody has done it better than Joe Rogan. I agree. Calls fights for the UFC. Right. Goes on comedy tours doing stand-up. Right. Does that every day for a living. Correct. Thank you, Joe Rogan, for reminding us all what it takes to be great at this platform. You can sit up there and say whatever the hell you want. He has done it. And I would say to Spotify, you're lucky. Yep. He actually deserved more. He brings a lot of people he on the platform. He got for a good price. He actually deserved more. Here's hoping one day you can say the same about me, along with a bevy of others. Hell yeah, Stephen A. Smith. I appreciate that. Normally, I don't, I don't watch sports, so I don't really know or care about you. But, like, you know, that was crazy. Oh... This is a crazy video. All right, we'll do the sad video. We'll do a crazy video. Then we'll do funny videos. Because I need something like a palate cleanser. Here's a sad video. It's called, This is what happened to children during Pfizer's COVID vaccine trials. Dot, dot, dot. Texas Attorney General sues Pfizer. Let's play it. Hey, we begin with a little told story about COVID vaccine injuries. It's the story of Maddie, one of the children who took part in Pfizer's vaccine study on children. It's a remarkable account of what happened when Maddie got very, very sick, leading to accusations that Pfizer, the FDA, and the study leaders tried to bury her case. In summer of 2020, Stephanie DeGarry and her family learned an important clinical trial was about to be launched at nearby Cincinnati Children's Hospital. It would test Pfizer's experimental COVID-19 vaccine on 12 to 15-year-olds to see if it was safe and effective. The DeGarys, firmly pro-vaccine, didn't hesitate to let their children take part. Among three siblings, 12-year-old Maddie alone was chosen to get two doses of Pfizer's vaccine rather than a harmless placebo. It proved a fateful and debilitating roll of the dice. All right, I'm going to pause real quick because I just noticed something. In the beginning pictures, you see the mother, the father, and the three kids together. And the mother has shoulder-length hair. And then afterwards, she has really short hair, which to me tells me recent divorcee. Let's continue. Her second dose was January 20th um, of 2021. She had like what she described as electrical shocks going up and down her spine. Um, she said she felt like her, rip, her heart was being um, ripped out. So uh, chest pain, she had severe abdominal pain. She was hunched over when she walked through the door. Um, her t toes and her fingers were white and they were like, when you touch them, they were ice cold. 
um, and painful. Did you think right away that this was probably a vaccine reaction? 100%. There was nothing wrong with her prior to that. Before long, Maddie lost feeling in her legs. Here, she's scooting on the floor and using her hands to lift her legs. Well, Gary says she was shocked it. when the lead study doctor offered no help. She found herself reluctantly following the advice of physicians who insisted Maddie's paralysis, seizures, passing out, all of it, were caused by anxiety. Stupid. When she was in her hospital stay in April, they treated her horribly. Like, they treated her like a crazy person. Maddie was rushed to the ER nine times. By the time she was hospitalized for the third time, she had heart problems, seizures, was passing out, vomiting, unable to swallow, and was fed through a tube. She was in the hospital that time for a month and a half. Hey, welcome back. I need to take this out. Okay, okay. No. Studies are conducted to identify and investigate any health risks. Maddie's reaction was a giant red flag for Pfizer's vaccine. But the Daguerreys say those involved seem more interested in blaming Maddie's illnesses on anything but the obvious culprit. While Maddie was fighting for her life, the FDA granted emergency use of Pfizer's vaccine for kids as young as age 12 based on the study Maddie took part in. I in a press so release, I hate this so much. Pfizer reported its vaccine had a favorable safety profile observed across six months of safety follow-up data after the second dose. No mention of what happened to Maddie. Parents across the country started rushing to get their children the heavily promoted shots. I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. Government slash the drug company and study folks did not want to acknowledge this as a vaccine adverse event. No, they did not. And you feel they were not honest about no, the reporting? They of reported it as functional abdominal pain, so it's basically a stomach ache that you can't explain. Congress, heavily funded by pharmaceutical industry donations, has avoided the subject of vaccine injuries for years. There were no official hearings on COVID vaccine side effects. Neither Pfizer, the FDA, or the CDC has ever talked to us or attempted to. We have never heard anything from them. By then, COVID vaccines have been given to young people for six months with sometimes tragic results. He got vaccinated on like a Friday and on Sunday, he actually, Sunday morning at 1 a.m. was on life support. He was diagnosed with myocarditis. Um, doctors, of course, would not say it was vax injured, but why would a six-year-old have myocarditis? My son, Sean, played hockey his whole life. To continue to play hockey, he had to get a vaccine. He took one Pfizer shot and died 33 days later. The Daguerreys gave the government and those who experimented on Maddie permission to talk with us about her case. However, Pfizer, Cincinnati Children's Hospital, and lead study scientist Dr. Robert Frank declined comment and wouldn't answer our questions. Same with CDC, which also wouldn't tell us how many adverse event reports in children it's received for COVID vaccines. July of 2022, we saw a neurologist that specializes in autoimmune um, reactions that cause neurologic problems. And she was diagnosed with chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy. So basically that's where your body attacks the, your nerves. That's an immune disorder known to develop after other vaccinations too. And is reported in other COVID vaccine recipients after Maddie. In small advances, DeGarry says there's hope Maddie will eventually recover, though the family will never be the same. It's a story of opening up my eyes, seeing things. I trusted the government. I trusted doctors. I trusted hospitals. Um, what I thought they were is not what they are. 
we ask federal health officials if they agree with Pfizer's published claim that, quote, there were no vaccine-related serious adverse events in their study on children, but they declined to answer the question. Because it's fucked up, man. I didn't like that one, but I had to fucking share it. This one might be fake. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. That one fucking really fucked me up. I love fucking... I, uh... I don't like when... When bad things happen to children. That's all I gotta say about that. <clears throat> Next video is called... Another Bigfoot-like beast caught on camera slamming tree limb. This might be a fake video, but if it's not, let's play it. We'll we'll go over it. Because remote camera one, front view of shelter site. Apparently, this is a police uh, site. And they capture something that looks like, I'm not going to lie, it looks like a Bigfoot. It picks up a tree and it slams it down. Let's play it. So Bigfoot walks on the screen. He kind of looks in the camera. He crouches down. He looks at the tree. Looks down. Grabs a root of a downed tree. And then just starts pulling it. Stands up backwards and starts pulling and pulling. And pulling. Now he knocks a tree branch down. Now he stops. Picks up this tree branch. Oh, not yet. Now he, he throws something over. He's like, you know what? Fuck that one that I was trying to pick up. I'm going to pick up this tree branch. And he backs it up a little bit. There's an edit right here. But it cuts and it goes him over his head. And slams it down. A loud thud. Now, my assessment is with the cut that was made there. Hold <coughs> Excuse me. I had to sneeze. Uh, with the edit that was made there, I believe what happened is this is a uh, perspective shot. And it looks as if he's further away and larger than he is. But he's really actually just a man in a regular suit closer away picking up a smaller tree branch and breaking it out. Because they try to make it seem like here. Let's play it. Let me see. This guy's going to explain it. Hey, folks. Brace yourself for what I consider an extraordinary challenge for any human. A trail camera strategically placed by the police at a crime scene captures an imposing figure reminiscent of Bigfoot stature. He effortlessly lifts a sizable tree trunk. This impressive feat involves elevating the 12-inch diameter, 25-foot-long log, a jaw dropping 30 feet into the air, followed by a resounding slam. The displayed strength and power exceeds human strength with the estimated weight of the massive log hitting an impressive 530 pounds. Could this trail camera have captured a genuine Bigfoot in action? Check it out. And then it just shows the same thing that I played. Uh, so, let's go to the funny videos and let's get the hell out of here. I'm going to make some food. This video is called, Kid Gets Quick Karma After Hitting His Opponent With A Cheap Move. And what it is, um, a white 
and a darker skin, maybe Hispanic, maybe Latino, maybe half African, maybe he's Asian, but like the Filipino kind. But it's a wrestling match between two kids, and he tr- and the one kid just, I guess, I don't know when the match starts, but like, they're not kind of both paying attention. He's like, all right, I'm going to cheap shot him with a hip thrust. Like, I'm going to try to slam him, and then... It gets reversed. It's hilarious to watch. So, tries to do a head... Oh, tries to do a headlock slam. The kid says, nah, and slams him, and he lands all fucked up. And then gets a... Oh, I forgot what it's called. What was it called? Not a wizard. Um, oh my god. I used to do these shits all the time. It's like when you crank it, and you turn them from their stomach to their back with their arm. Like, you put your arm underneath their arm and then you just kind of crank it and then he pins this kid and then the kid cries at the end and it was kind of hilarious it was funnier to me watching when i watched it how to f- this next video we'll play um and then yeah we gotta get all right next video is called this is next level i feel like i might have played this before but like not this one this guy does a funny video though version of it but it called the video is called this is next level Dude gives a step-by-step tutorial on how to find MILFs on Facebook Marketplace. Find right. MILFs on Facebook Marketplace. Share this to everybody you know. Okay, the first way is very simple. You want to type in a wedding ring near me, and then you can find somebody from here. Because we all know nobody's selling their wedding ring unless they're divorced or single. And then after you find your person, you can talk to them from here. Or you can meet up with them in real life and act like you're going to buy the ring. But here's the catch. See, you weren't even thinking about this. You can filter from highest to lowest, which means you can choose how rich you want the bitch. <laughs> have you ever just went on GTA and spawned in money? This is basically what that is. But if you don't like that way, you can type in wedding dresses. Because who's selling wedding dresses? Miserable divorced women that want a young buck like you to come through and change their life. And the crazy thing about the wedding dresses is you can filter by size. This is better than building a 2K My Player. Like, this is like customizing who you get to be in bed with. This is crazy. If you like big <laughs> girls, go for it. Nobody's stopping you. <laughs> just like the wedding ring, you can also pick how rich you want her to be. So you can basically have like a rich skinny girl, a poor big girl, a middle class fat girl. It don't matter, bro. There's no <laughs> limits to this. You can scale this out however you want. Share this to your friends. There's no limits to this, bro. You can scale this however you want. Bro, you could have like a skinny rich bitch or like a poor fat bitch or like a middle class fat bitch. (laughs) Whatever you want. Whatever you want, bro. Maybe you want a rich fat bitch. Maybe you want all the types of fat bitches. Yo, you could choose exactly the sizes, bro. You ain't getting no one you ain't wanting. I like that. I might, while I'm making food, I might go to Facebook Marketplace. I might look into, I don't know about wedding dresses. I'll say wedding dresses and then I can play it out like it's for one of my sisters. Oh, dog. Snap. I don't know sizes. We'll go wedding rings and buy prices. Let's see if we can get. (gasps) If I find out that one hot woman at my gym who's incredibly beautiful and if she were to say she's my age 
or younger, I would believe it. But like she also presents herself as somebody who's older than me, but looks younger than me. It's crazy. But like she doesn't look like a dumb young woman. Not that there's anything wrong with dumb young women, but like you can kind of tell somebody's age kind of by how they act, and she acts very mature. That being said, let's go to the last video. It's called The Way It Flew Though. Cat successfully hits a ring doorbell so his owners can let him in. And they the cat crawls on a car and then jumps onto the ring. And it's just hilarious. You'll hear it. Like I don't this is a, a great closer because you don't even have to see it. You just get to hear it. So cat's on the car. He's getting ready to jump. He knows where the doorbell is. He's backing up. Hits the doorbell. Meow, let me in. That was fucking. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's more lighthearted. Maybe it's not. A, it's more cute videos. You know what it is? You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. Well, you already heard the intro song. There's a new song by, um, by Russ. It was called Drives. The outro song, also by Russ, is going to be the flute song. Are you ready for me to sing along and not piss off my neighbor because it's one thirty in the morning? Well, let's do it. Imagine. People keep sobbing. I don't, I don't believe. I do whatever I want, whenever I want. I love it. People keep talking. I just keep winning. I'm just like, fuck it. They talking reckless. I don't believe them. I think they bluffing. They just want clout. I'm just so popping. I'm just like, fuck it. Everybody try to get a rise out of me. Ex girl try to get a high out of me. I don't talk back unless you're worthy. Hanging up packs like jerseys. 25 actual lies on me. My family relies on me. Treat five stars like my homes, though. Walk around in slippers and ropes, though. They ain't opposing the cold. They industry full of some hoes. They land like anything, go. People are shady as fuck. I keep to myself, but I feel the energy, though. None of the people are friends with me, though. I don't put anything past them. I don't see nothing next to me, though. I think they mad that I do whatever I want. I love y'all. People keep talking. I just keep winning. I just like fuck. I'll see you next week, inshallah. They talking reckless. I don't believe them. I think they bluffing. Okay. They just want clout. I just pop and I'm just like fuck. Uh, uh, let's be out. Let's be out. I love y'all. Let's be out. I need to make some food. And you know, need sleep too. So I'm going to say goodbye to you all. And inshallah, I'll see you next week. Let's just ball. Peace. Number eight shit. Cause I signed up for greatness That come with the territory Ain't no way around it I know that I've been way up in the hills Reflecting I do not go back 